Blog Talk Radio. And I just turned it with that old man. This is what I am, what I am. Understand, I don't give a damn. damn. This is who I am, who I am. Man, I don't give a damn. damn. This is what I am, what I am. And I just don't give a damn. My G's still pumping, sold on the coaster, you know that my Doja Kosher game over, soldier, I'm cooling, be on the sofa, you niggas are supposed to talk, well do it live! Uh, of course, uh, unless you're not, this is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast cast, it is Wednesday, August 31st, 2016, I am your host, Travis Bryant, and with me, from the central, where I am right now. Cameron Hawkins. Cam, what's happening? Yo, how's it going? Going well. What's uh, what's happening? <clears throat> Excuse me. Hey man, you know things are everything as it were. Things things are things are well. Things are good. Things are moving. Things are uh, happening. Indeed. Um, let's. Uh, we got <laughs> plenty to talk about for sure. Yeah, uh, from TV stuff to uh, our stuff. So let's get right to it and give out these pertinents. Uh, if you want to call into the show and talk directly to us, because we certainly would like to talk directly to you, hit us up on the Constellation Lines. Topics abound. Call us at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347 202 and if you can't call us, you can always shoot us an email anytime during the week, anytime during the show. Uh, the mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. On the email tip, East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. <clears throat> We've got a couple emails from Dutchmark, one from last week, which uh, I overlooked. That's kind of kind of becoming a becoming a thing. Hope he doesn't think it uh think I'm slighting him because of because he's from the Netherlands. Uh Derek and Josh. So we got a couple of emails in, but get your emails in. We sure could uh sure could use some more questions and topics. Uh oh Twitter. Find us on Twitter. You can find the show at East Coast Cast. Twitter dot com slash East Coast Cast. Definitely some stuff happening over there in the last uh, couple of hours. Uh, poll up. Um, and I think oh, the poll is closed, nice. as a matter of fact, now. Um, Poll's closed, like, okay. Yeah, um, yeah well, yeah, it lines in, uh, you know, just a few minutes away, so. Um, I mean, it's it's literally closed, though. Like, I close it at 530, so <laughs> you actually can't touch it. Oh, okay, um, yeah, sure, I get it, I get it. But no, yeah, I think, that, um, I think this is a good gimmick for what we do, though, so. If you guys are on Twitter, follow East Coast Cast and start participating in these polls. Yeah, early. Let's see. So, besides the okay, so yeah, so it's a lot of conversation based off of yeah the poll the last last couple of hours. <laughs> and Willis says he's got a rant in him about something. You know, he didn't didn't give any hints, but. He's got something to say, so we'll talk to him a bit, a bit later. Uh, He's gonna put that battery all the way in his back. 
This one I wasn't quite sure of. Oh no, never mind. Um, so yeah, oh so so find us on the show uh, on Twitter at East Coast Cast. Uh, you can find my personal Twitter at Trav Lord. Uh, <clears throat> certainly, some conversation happening over there today. Can't necessarily say productive or you know I I learned anything besides you know people are willfully ignorant. I mean, just so utterly willful. Where it hurts your soul to inhabit the planet with people that uh, that, that, that 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 feel this way. Um, not great. Not not great at all. Uh, at Travelord, and you can find Cam at Seahawk. That's uh, C E E Hawk. And my little uh, interactions. I can't imagine. Um, you know, you're Mr. Social Media. As much as Bruce Mitchell like to think I'm Mr. Social Media, you know, I, I avoid a giant chunk of it by by not messing with Twitter, like for the most part. Uh-huh. And uh, you, sir, <laughs> you mess with Twitter. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You see, um, you see, you see the dark side of things. You see, it's it's difficult when people are like not everybody's smart. And you can't really control that. There's a lot of varying factors that go into intelligence. But you can certainly control, um, like, the information people tell you and how you choose to receive it. Not everybody's super good at that. Not everybody's able to process things for themselves. And it makes for sometimes lopsided conversation. So, yeah, that's, that's the nice thing we'll say. I'm sure, you know, you get a drink. Yeah, that, that, that was very nice way of putting things. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Twitter, oh, um, Facebook, that's the, uh, the last bastion of Get Edge, so you can find us on Facebook, find the fan page on, uh, at facebook.com slash pwtorch east coast cast, uh, or just search east coast cast or pwtorch, and you'll find us, and give the page a like, and tag your buddies in it, and, uh, that kind of thing. So, just... so let's see what's happening. On Twitter or on the Facebook fan page. Oh, and, and the chat room is open, by the way, for anyone wondering. Chat room is open. <clears throat> I swore we had a like or two in the last week, but... Maybe come on, come on. What I'm actually gonna do while I know you're looking at that information, yeah. um, I'm going mm-hmm. to put a link to um, I've probably I've been talking about it on this show and on uh and on my show. I'm actually in a a web series, guys, that's premiering gosh, next week. As a matter of fact, um, it's gonna be like next weekend, and um, the trailer for that is up. Both in contact info. Um, I'm not sure exactly when my episode is going to post, but it's, uh, it's a really fun thing. Really smart and talented people worked on it, so I'll probably put a put a yeah. link to that. Um, so you can take a glance at it. But yeah, it should be uh, it should be fun stuff. So yeah, that'll be uh, if you don't get to see my part in September, it'll be October, and all the stuff leading up to that should be really good. So yeah, just uh, heads up on that. Why is she driving a cab? <laughs> Yeah, mom and dad. 
coming home. And, no, uh, but, uh, no, it's just... funny, like the stuff in the trailer is like stuff that <clears throat> yeah. I have not seen before. Like I didn't know, um, like maybe this is how real actors work, where you come in and you do your part and you don't know the movie until the movie comes out. It's kind of like that because I'm like, oh, this is what this is. So yeah, I'm pretty excited about it. So yeah, I'll put a, um, put a link to that on the uh, on the Facebook fan page so you guys can take a look at that. But yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so that's all the ways to get at us. Um, Cam, that time, uh, what's uh, what's your headline or, or what won out in the in the poll? Okay, so let's – well, here's the thing. So so the poll is actually um, – there was only one kind of headline for that because there was only one thing that was going to be the headline until today happened. So, like, here's the actual headline. And with all due respect to this super cool thing going on in the wrestling world, so – you know, if you guys are listening to this, you're probably very aware that on Fridays, Travis co-hosts the uh, PW Torch livecast with Bruce Mitchell. And Travis has done, mm-hmm. you know, different spots all during the week, um, pay-per-view roundtables. You know, um, I've been lucky enough through association and, uh, you know, Rich as well to co-host a few episodes of the uh, of the actual, you know, the flagship mainline PW Torch livecast. Um, so, Come to find out, like Rolling Stone does this article on the top 18 wrestling podcasts you need to listen to, and um, PW Source Livecast was on it. So, through a far, far, far association, through like three cousins removed, we're fucking mm-hmm. famous. So yeah, <laughs> that's the headline. <laughs> like I, I got told like I was talking about on Twitter. Like I don't care. I don't care how how minute my contribution may be to the whole thing. I'm fucking famous and can't nobody tell me different today. Um. Yeah. So yeah, I'm patting myself on the back. Big Billy Horowitz right there. Okay. Rich hit him with the point zero zero four percent. You know he wants some of that. Yeah, what they in Keller Bucks? You got a cabin? I want a log. <laughs> yeah. To start my cabin. That's how this is going to work. But, no, um, it's like a, a super cool thing because, you know, Rolling Stone is, is still, you know, not a big deal even uh, even if it's primarily, you know, just in its online form as, as print media changes into, you know, digital media. But, no, it's super cool to be just associated with the brand and to be on, you know, some kind of list like that. So it's just, uh, you know, especially, you know, your thing, you kind of kicked – your way in, kind of busted the door down for yourself and said, hey, this is something I want to be a part of. And then, like, this accolade comes out. Like, in, I'm not sure if they did an actual list ranking, but the torch was the first thing listed on that list. Um, and one of the oh, few, snap. not, yeah, it was the first <clears throat> thing listed, and one of the few not associated with, you know, a former talent. So, you know, right. it's cool to, right. to kind of be, to really exist outside of the space, but to get, you know, accredit- accreditation for being. You know, in the uh, in the world, you know, as it works. And again, I'm I'm joking to a point. Like I'm aware that, that my role in the whole thing is is very very small, but still, just to be associated was was really really cool. And um, just key, key in word, this uh, operative word is role. Role, yeah. And and to be, you know, it's it's just been probably that year per se with um different things. And this is me internalizing it, but with different things I've done entertainment wise personally with you know, my show kind of getting off the ground and the acting thing kind of starting just a few other things. It's like, oh, this is, yeah, this is cool. It's cool to be associated at this point. But, yeah, it was um, 
you just don't see that coming. And I think um, like, I don't even think Wade knew because I think a bunch of people hit him like telling him what was going on. So it was kind of out of nowhere. So you know, just uh, just kind of a cool thing. But um, yeah, enough about how great yeah, they are, and specifically right. I am. Um, so let's talk about the actual wrestling headline this week in wrestling. So. Um, you know, Finn Balor a week ago has to uh, come out and forfeit the title as a result of a shoulder injury prior to SummerSlam that was exacerbated at SummerSlam. Um, so our first inaugural WWE Universal Champion, um, you know, is is no longer champion. Um, through a series of uh, preliminary matches, we were led to a fatal four-way match as the main event on Raw this week. It was a uh, big cast. Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns, and Seth Rollins. And just as a little, you know, kind of preview, um, most of the polls or expert analysis that I saw had Roman Reigns or Seth Rollins winning it. Almost no mention of the other two. With, um, you know, with Cash, you kind of understand. He's, he's very new to this scenario, um, even though he has a good following. At this point, at least, he's part of an act who – an act that contributes, and this being Enzo, that contributes really strongly to, you know, things about Cass, but he's still at this point kind of second fiddle. Only kind of, because he is things that Enzo doesn't. But, um, and then Kevin Owens was considered to be a good part of this match, who was going to put on a good show. You know, he's fresh into uh, Jericho with uh, Chris Jericho. So there are reasons. Um, you know, fast forward the match, which I think was actually really good. Um, you know, Cass is the first one eliminated. Um, you know, and it was an elimination. Are, that 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 you have to point out. And that changed the fatal four way so elimination. We listed as a fatal not, four way, and then earlier that night yeah. they decided to adjust it to an elimination match. And automatically, is, what's the match you think of when it's a four way elimination match? WrestleMania what, 2000. Mania of uh, 2000. Yeah, exactly. WrestleMania 2000. And uh, yeah, you know, in a sense. This kind of, you know, the finish kind of played out like that. Um, in that, you know, as the last three guys are in the ring, um, or in the match still, you know, Triple H comes out, um, making his long way to return. Basically, the first time we've seen him on Raw since WrestleMania. I'm since, I guess, the week before WrestleMania, technically. You know, he comes out, attacks Roman Reigns, and you automatically think, you know, this is revenge for what happened at Mania. Um, gives him the pedigree and, uh, you know, has Rollins pinned him, and so it seems like he's in uh, Rollins' corner. Um, next mm-hmm. thing you know, he gives Rollins a pedigree um, and lays him out for Kevin Owens and presents him to Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens pins him, yeah. becomes the uh, the second Universal Champion, the first defending yeah. Universal yep. Champion. Maybe they'll put hopefully. That on that. Well, we don't know yet if he'll defend it, but hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but and then <laughs> go ahead. Yeah, good. No, no, no. I oh, was going to say the, um, the, okay. the, the replay, the replay of, and the, it was such a great shot of Owens pinning Rollins while looking up at Triple H like, yeah. Oh, that was just an awesome piece of uh, of, uh, of, of, of editing or whatever directing. Oh, and it's kind of funny. Like uh, I don't know if you saw, and of course they celebrated afterwards. Like, I don't know if you saw what I posted in the group, like, we should have seen this coming. Because there's that shot of Triple H and Kevin Owens when he first gets to NXT, throwing up the two sweet. Then there's the shot of him and Owens as NXT champion throwing up the two sweet. 
Then there's the <laughs> Tim and Owens as Intercontinental Champion, throwing up the two sweets. So it's like we should have known. Like, yeah. this was coming. So, yeah, now you get the big celebration on Monday. But, no, um, I, I took a long way around of saying Kevin Owens is your um, – is your universal champion. And um, this is what we ran our Twitter poll on. I'm trying to think of a way I can say this to where Josh says I'm ignoring the facts. Um, it was a 77% positive rating um, with our votes. 70% or 77% of the voters voted positively to Kevin Owens being champion. While uh, right, the top two you know, 23% were highly like, very you're like, looking forward to her and you're very look, much looking forward to something like that. Mm-hmm. So it was. Uh, I think it was. I think it was. Uh, yeah, level of enthusiasm. It was. I think it was very excited and excited. Um, yes, that's it. And so yeah, it was seventy-seven percent chose that, and then you know, the the people with bad taste decided that um, they weren't very excited about it. Now, I'll say this because <laughs> here's the thing. Um, you know, Josh personally, we talked about it. He does not see Kevin Owens as a world champion, which is you know, which is an opinion. There's all guys. There's guys who we could debate all day. Now, here's the thing. I wonder if some of that poll was in resistance to the authority um, and kind of running that same uh, running that same angle because uh, my friend Lex hit me and she was like, here we go, authority again. And I'm under the impression oh, that this is going I didn't to even be think a of it that thing way. because yeah, because I mean there's you know, for, for years there's been animosity about the authority being the uh, the central figure in um you know in WWE storylines and now we have this alternative you know smackdown program which i think was strong again this week this 2 hour show mm-hmm. is very focused on the wrestlers and wrestling <laughs> that you know that exists and you know there's there's proper apprehension to the idea that we may be looking at you know an authority storyline now the silver lining I see is I'm like, oh, we're getting a Rollins face run. Like, that's happening now. Um but no, I'm like I'm excited about it because I'm a big Kevin Owens fan. I think he's great on the microphone. Um, he's great in the ring. He has a unique look. Um, he's a heel who actually gets heel heat. Um, and is good at generating that and he looks like a guy who can fight somebody. And these are all qualities I like in, you know, world champion. So, you know, we'll see. But I'm I'm very excited about what comes from this. I'm I'm almost over the fact that Triple H is a terrible trash human being. Like I'm so close to being over it. Like I've almost forgiven WrestleMania nineteen. I haven't, but I'm getting closer. So no, I'm I'm looking forward to, you know, whatever they produce. I hope it's not the same old thing, but even if it is, I I'm looking at maybe heel Owens versus face Rollins in a match. Um, so, you know, that's, that's kind of how I feel about it. I feel like I've taken 20 minutes to say all that. So, so yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, uh, good analysis. Um, uh, I think I'm, I'm, ex- I'm highly excited. I was one of the, you know, 77% and I was highly excited. I am highly excited. I, I think we're going to get a, a slow burn. To uh, to a Rollins face turn, I don't think it's going to be. And, and by slow burn, I mean maybe uh, you know by the end of the year, he's a ba- he's a baby, mm-hmm. and it's and it's September now tomorrow, so three months, I guess that's a, you know, so he goes into the Royal Rumble 
finally officially a baby face kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I think it'll be because I don't think you can because you can't they box themselves in that they can't just turn on a dime even at Triple H. Like Seth's character, at least should take a few, a minute or two, to, a little bit to mm-hmm. try to reason with the guy, figure out what happened, where did he go wrong, what did I, you know, and not in a sucker way, like, you know, or maybe mm-hmm. in a sucker and way. They're not, you know, like there's not too much in the sucker way because you got your eye on him t- turning, but you just like, hey, I want some answers, and then he just gets like, you know what, screw it, and you know, kind of thing, and uh, I, I'm a uh, Looking forward to that. And then there's, there's, I mean, the whole thing was, you know, Mick Foley and, and Triple H have, like, their kind of stare down. It's like face guy and heel guy, but then Stephanie's confusion. Like, as much as I don't want to see Stephanie in things, like, she genuinely matters, you know, as far as this story goes, because a lot of it has to do with, you know, the relationship that they have um, as being the authority together. And her dog in the fight was kind of vetoed on the spot and he went with another guy. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, kind of how they interact. Um, yeah, never looking forward to Stephanie's involvement necessarily, but, you know, I think it's a compelling story because it's a situation where, like, maybe this is what the plan was with Randy Orton and Seth Rollins, um, that they could never quite, you know, get to fruition because of injury. So, you know, you don't know. Yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to to the Stephanie Triple H dynamic. Her face, assuming her uh, facial expression was, you know, was genuine, and she she really wasn't in like in on it, and you know, or at least storyline wise, of course. And I'm looking forward to that relationship and how that works and who who's. Because is Stephanie the default babyface in that relationship? I think there's a way to have them both be heel and not uh, – Triple H, first off, should just be a babyface. That's just stupid. Uh, yeah. But I think there is a there is a way for them to both be heel but not on the same page, just heels in a different way. Maybe her reacting badly and still to his stuff and, you know, I don't know. It's 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 going to be interesting the next the next few weeks like, on TV. It's interesting to and, see and, and, like, uh, like you talk about Seth. Yeah. Like, does she still? Because again, like she's given him, she made him the number one overall pick. She gave him a buy after a loss into um like into a tight into the title match after Dean Ambrose beat him clean. So, you know, I don't know if it's something that they worked out or she's always been the one backing Seth, but like she's always given him priority. So. You know that priority's been challenged now, so you know we'll have did, to. Uh, did, yeah. Did you see the gif of uh, Triple H and Foley when Triple H went to, and snatched the belt away from him? No, I mean I saw the moment. I didn't see the gif though. What is it? Well, oh my goodness! Play out there. So, so he go. Triple H walks over to Foley, and then it's flat. It's just in this really quick, quick cut creepy fashion shows like this very quick bloody highlight reel of them their their history. Oh and like you, a split and you hear like in of like blood text, thumbtacks, sledgehammers, and then it comes back to Monday Ooh. snatches the thing away from him. Well so and it was it was edited so well like 
you know, like the split second of <laughs> all this. Yeah. He snatches the belt and yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm in, so that's yeah, a, right. that's something to be interested in too, not just. Triple H and Stephanie, but Triple H and, and Foley. And just Foley, Triple H's explanation. Yeah. You know, like, what do they say? Where he's, What's he been doing? Why has he been uh, been going since WrestleMania? Why did he pick this spot? Why did he go after Rollins? What, you know, so that's going to be interesting. Like, I, was, uh, I remember who I was talking to, but it was, it's very clear to me, like, at least, you know, if, if wins and losses matter, it makes perfect sense why he's going after Rollins because Rollins on three occasions – didn't get it done. I mean, technically four. He got played. He got played out by Dean Ambrose um, with Money in the Bank. He uh, he lost the the Shield Triple Threat. Or, I mean, he lost. Yeah, he lost a Shield Triple Threat, um, and he lost clean to Ambrose on SmackDown. And then he lost clean to Balor. Like he's been losing big matches in a row. Like that's what he lost four title matches in a row. Is that accurate? So, I mean, it really could be as simple as, I thought you were the guy, and you're not. You're a loser. And then, you know, you're here we are. Like, right, not, like, uh... Wins and losses are one thing, but not getting the job done has definitely been reason enough for, like, like when the uh, – when the corporation turned on Rock after Stone Cold beat him at WrestleMania 15. Like, losing and having an attitude about it is what caused the problem. So, yeah. All right. Uh, so, yeah, so the chat room is open. Uh, Darrell, Jason, and Art Damon are in there having the conversation. So, join the fun. Um, again, our number here is... Uh, what is it? Three four seven two zero two zero one zero three. Give us a call. Choose an email. East Coast Audio Show at gmail dot com or hit us on Twitter at East Coast Cast. Let's open up things on the phone lines on the Constellation lines with. Uh, oh, let's just go down the line. Let's open. Open with Darrell. Darrell, what's happening? What up? How you doing? Trav, how you doing? And also, Cam? how you doing, Cam? I'm doing well, sir. I just fell up out of my seat. That's why I had to pause. I had to catch myself. Damn. I'm being clumsy oh. over there. <laughs> On that hand. On that hand. Uh-huh, right? Right? <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I was think I was thinking about Trav um, Instagram pictures. He was peeping through the peephole, <laughs> uh, trying to make sure nobody stole his stuff. <laughs> right, try to, to be careful. Do his thing. Sketchy ass Arkansas hotel motel. That was a straight motel. And that looked like something straight off of one of the elevators in bitch. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't an elevator to be found. Oh man. So. Hey, I, I like everything how it is today, but because you know I talked to you guys on Wednesday and I thought um, they would ha- turn Kevin Owens babyface and let him chase Seth, but I like that they put the title on on Kevin Owens. I feel like mm-hmm. um, I feel like he shouldn't. Um, everybody don't have to be a heel or a face. What happened to people being the tweeners that they always talk about, like the anti heroes, like the Punishers and stuff like that? Why can't 
Kevin Owens be that type of guy. He'll fight Owens, fight a moniker, and I'm a prize fighter. Those are yeah. the key signs of an um, anti-hero or a Deadpool or a Punisher. You know, I'm taking people out for the funds or Suicide Squad. <laughs> like, why is well, him yeah. Triple H? <laughs> Can't be that my, way. My and push- then, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was just going to say my pushback to that would be just historically, sure, there are times when, you know, when the pendulum swings, you know, of societal change and how people feel about good guys. You know, I mean, remember back in the day when and there used to be rules about, like, well, if you're making a movie, the bad guy has to lose, has to get his comeuppance at the end. And it wasn't until those rules lacked because society changed and, you know, where you had your anti-heroes, that, they, that comes into style every, you know, a few years, every 15 years or so, whatever people want. Like, But historically, good guys, bad guys are what's going to sell. And ambiguity is good for momentary uh, uh, storyline purposes or whatever, you know, every, you know, we'll shake things up a little bit. And, but, but, but having I think a champion as a tweener and, and, and then people like Stone Cold Steve Austin wasn't a tweener, not that you brought him up. You know, he was, you know, just cause you said anti-hero, like he wasn't anti-hero, but he was a hero hero too. Like nobody booed him. He wasn't, there was no between with him. Want to talk about his actions? I'm talking about the reactions he got. Uh, so I, I'm just not sold on. I want everybody to boo Kevin Owens. He's supposed to be a heel. They should do have things, make him do things to make people boo him. I don't. I don't like the in between stuff. But he's so respected right now that he tried to get booed and he still get cheered because of his style in the ring, how he handled himself, and and people like that stronger, intimidating type of style. And like you said, times have changed. If you look, um, two of the best um, movies just in a portion like Suicide Squad had the best October, uh, August, I mean, in, in a long, long time. That was Bad Guys versus Bad Guys. Deadpool, um, an uh, anti-hero movie, one of the best-selling um, superhero movies out and didn't spend that much money, and it was rated R. Um, some of the shows that you see on Netflix that people like are uh, dealing with guys who do stuff kind of sketchy, like The Punisher. Was a um, his stuff was kind of ske- uh, sketchy, but everybody loved it. You know, mm-hmm. it's just something that you can um, play around, and then it's so much stuff that they can tie into it. You can tie into the um, you can move away from this brand on brand beef. Like they looked like they was doing on Raw and SmackDown when they only had um, Shane mention it for a second about Brock and then they he really didn't say nothing and how they was having Heyman come out there with Stephanie and making it seem like he pulled a wool over her eyes by saying that Brock helped you win the war and helped you show that you were able to control the whole company. That's something that you can go back into if she feel like her and Steph can't take out Triple H and. And Kevin Owens, you bring in the beast to help you take him out. Then he 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 help you take him out, and then you got something else that maybe Kevin Owens can chase to WrestleMania to get to the match. Even though and that was a match that I was thinking they could do, that's a way that you can get to it, and still have other stuff that you can do with just having that and not trying to do the typical babyface and um 
hills because I don't see anybody getting um I don't see people cheering too much self right now over Kevin Owens, even if he do do the face turn. And you uh, yeah, like no, a, they definitely uh, missed their missed their perfect moment with with Seth Rollins when he came back from the injury. I mean that 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 was it. We all yelled about it and stuff. You know, two uh, three months ago. Um, Cam, any uh, anything? No, no, to... I I hear you. Um, you know, I do think even though he possesses like qualities that can make him like that, I still think you know the. Uh, the way that he got the title is going to, you know, cast him as a heel because he, even though he worked hard in the match, you know, it was handed to him. And I think that oh, they're yeah. going to have to play that up. And then, you know, maybe not Seth Rollins right away, but, um, you know, babyface is like Sami Zayn has to respond to that because of the nature of their relationship. You know, Roman Reigns and Cass and – Enzo has to cut a promo saying, hey, you did this and you did that. And so, you know, again, with Seth Rollins, like I understand what you're saying, him uh, maybe getting cheered over him at this point. But, you know, the other mm-hmm. baby faces that he's going to go against, I really think that's really going to cast Owens as a heel at least uh, at least right now because, like, there's no way Triple H comes out and doesn't say some bullshit. Like, it's impossible that it, that doesn't happen. So, you know, at least early on. But you can also turn that, you can also turn that around. With uh, with his mic skills, you can also turn that around and say, no, no, I do agree you didn't want you didn't want you didn't want um, Roman to win it and watch it, and he just gave Seth a leg up. A win is a win, and you take it by any means necessary. I tell you what, they're never going to let him say you didn't want Roman to win it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I know that, I know that, but I'm just saying, but yeah. just the whole basis of you win by any means necessary. That's mm-hmm. all part of the game. Who wouldn't take well, that win? Funny. I, I, I left because out them, um, like I left out them saying like Roman Reigns responded to it on purpose because Roman Reigns hasn't yet mastered how to say a heel cheated without sounding like he's crying about it. So, yeah. Yeah. And, and, did it, and he got a big pop back um, in Survivor Series when Steen rolled him over for the win and stuff like that. So they have done it um, numerous times before. Uh, before. Where um handing people victories and even for titles, and it's all about yeah. how you come out the next week and what you say and the things that you say. He a prize fighter. He fight for a prize. If you a prize, if, okay, let's say me and you playing cards, playing spades, and we playing for some money. What the first thing people gonna cheat? We all know everybody gonna cheat. As long as you don't get caught, but you're trying to win. You playing for a prize. You winning by any means necessary. And if <laughs> Yeah, no, that's how people get shot. That's not like a good. That's not a good guy. That's like, oh, I'll cheat and by any means necessary for a game for a competition. That's not a baby face to me. Somebody that wins by any means. But we don't have any true baby faces right now. We don't have nobody that just come out and get just roaming cheaters. And that's the problem that they've been slacking right now. And it seems like they recognizing that and trying something different. If you don't try nothing different. Then how can you say if it's wrong or not until you try it and see? And they just need something different because they haven't been able to book anybody well as a baby face. They haven't been able to book any baby face right probably in the last two to three years. And, and we can say when that they had their chance, Bryant. they they ran away from it. They 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 went against the headwind. They they you know Seth Rollins coming back was 
That was. I mean, he. I don't know. That's just. Because yeah, they, they said when Finn Balor come back, you think he's gonna get an amazing pop, an amazing super I awesome hope, pop? I mean, you hope, but four or six months from now, I mean, it, it could. I mean, you hope Sami Zayn could get the momentum back that he had when he, you know, hurt his uh, hurt his shoulder against you know, well, he hurt his shoulder before the damn match, but. Um, so, and then, then he came back and they remembered him, but, you know, he didn't have that main event momentum. And I'm just afraid that, uh, you he know, he might, Frank right Bauer might come back right at the, not at the main event level. True, true. So and Sammy I, I still mean, don't have it not, even talent. after a good match against Kevin Owens. I get what you're saying. It just, you know, yeah, I just yeah. want to see how new or different they do it because right now the most over person is Bailey. And I still say, uh, even if they don't get a title shot uh, at, the, at the end of the month at Class of Champions, they should still try to push her and Charlotte's program kind of top of the card just to see how it works. Because, you know, you're going against football, you need to change up things, you need to make people feel like there's something new and different. And also that a different that will make the shows feel different. But you you have the women headline the shows. Well, I'm not talking about house shows and stuff like that because really do house shows really matter? Do they change titles at house shows? So that shouldn't dictate what you do on T V. But it's something different, new and 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 just something encouraging the fans that, oh man, for a couple of weeks they letting the women get shine at the top of the card. Letting them be all over the show. Use it while the um use it while she's hot. Don't wait till she get cooled down and then try to use it like yeah. they do with everybody else. That's why we can't get a regular baby face action because they wait two three months late instead of striking while the um striking while everything is hot. That's why I was saying I feel like Kevin Owens should be uh just a. Just like an anti-hero saying, man, I'm a fight on fight. When he was NXT champion, what, he still, he he won, and he still came out. Kevin Owens is a scumbag, man. He's not a baby face. He's not a tweener. He's a heel. And and I disagree with it, the, the way uh, it was post-posed that our Damon in the chat room said, you don't have the best heel, that's the part I disagree with, of the last 20 years help you win and become a face. So, I mean, you don't have Triple H come out help you win and then, you know, think that you're going to – and not that you say he's going to be a baby face. You want to, you know, a tweener, anti-hero, whatever, you know. I mean, not whatever, but your your description. I, I don't think he's going to be anything but a heel. I think they're going to book him like a heel. True. Which and I'm, Triple H I'm, is a I'm prime example of playing both sides. He done played both sides uh, spectacularly throughout these years, even though people don't like to give him credit. He done played the face. Heal and come back and do uh, and do the jokiness with the DX and still come back and do the face thing where he get help from Shawn Michaels from time to time or uh, the McMahon's from time to time when he was a face, especially when he was beefing against Randy Orton. You know he was able to play it. His facial expressions changed every time when he did the different. That's why I was saying you put him with Triple H. Triple H can show you how to muddy the waters and play both sides because. You ain't doing the white face, white meat baby face actions where I'm standing for Justin and all this. All you need is a code that you stand by, that you that you um, that you stand by and that you believe in. And and when people see you have a code that you believe in, 
if they respect your code and where you come from and um, where you're coming from and with it, they they tend to like you and gravitate to you. And still, even though Kevin Owens was a scumbag, even at NXT, he didn't get booed when he was um, putting people out. The because time he probably because got people are scumbags. Wrestling fans are scumbags, and they're like, oh, hey, one of us. <laughs> and that's what you got to play to. Because I know I hear you yell about it all the time. <laughs> You got to place it as we yeah. if they scumbags, place it as scumbags, and you get the scumbags to cheer you. <laughs> yeah, but you got to walk. Everybody you got to walk a line. People. You can't. There's a line you walk. It's not like, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I I get what you're saying, but you know this is mainstream. Uh, you know WWE stuff now. I mean, it, 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 yeah. I mean, it was a reason CM Punk. They didn't push him as. You know, because he's greasy and tattooed and fat, skinny, skinny fat, whatever. You know, that kind of thing. But so, even in his right, field, gonna, uh, he yeah. was saying some of the same stuff. He was saying some of the same stuff that he was saying when he was a baby face. He changed the tone. But I got you. And I'm, I listen to the rest of the show. All right, man. We talk to you. All right, man. Appreciate you as always. Darrell from uh, Georgia, everybody. They got Braun Strowman busting through a wall doing pranks on Swerve. Seems legit. Seems legit. Huh? I mean, I said it seems legit. I mean, sure, that would scare people. But why would you do that? He's like big monster. Big monster. He doesn't do pranks. And yep, whatever. Stupid. Yeah. And I was just thinking about R. Damon's, uh, oh, wait, did he respond? Uh, oh, one of us, one of us. Oh, I, I, my response, or the assumed response, I thought, well, who's better? You know, when you say, oh, that guy's not, you know, the best heel in the last 20 years. And uh, they're like, oh, John Cena, like, easily. He's the best heel in the last 20 years. Yeah. Hands down. So. That's it. Um Moving. Let's uh, let's talk to Kylan, who I had to, (laughs) and you got a taste of it a little bit yesterday, cause that big ass uh, box and boxes of wrestling tapes that was supposed to be his. Supposed, I mean, giant subwoofer speaker box full of tapes and then some. Uh, but I had to move them, keep them, because of Dre yeah. messing up my life. <laughs> hey, Lil. Hi. <laughs> Lil's Aww. about to feed the beer. Hi, Lil. Cam says hi, Lil. I like that. She says hi, too. <laughs> oh. uh, that's, um... Okay. Uh, okay, so let's bring Kylan on, like I said. Kylan, what's happening? What Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam this week? Uh, doing okay. Uh, yeah, I, that's great. Uh, no, no, no hard feelings on the on the collection. I I, I understand the. The importance of them to you, so 
is a there's a ton of hard feelings my way. I mean, if I were you, I'd I'm not sure I'd be Vardre's friend anymore. Dang. Oh, well, so, so so you're telling me this is his fault. That's what, oh, that's what he yeah, you, but you, you you already knew that, though. I, at least I thought. <laughs> I wasn't the one that flaked out like three weeks in a row talking about car issues. <laughs> it wasn't me. So, but anyway, enough about Bardrey Slander. Uh, what's on your mind, Kyle? Uh, let, let's see. Bo- boy, a lot happened. A lot happened this week. Um, so, uh, my, I, I actually have a T, a TNA question to to take us off the beaten path here. Okay. It is my understanding that a second version of the final deletion is on its way here. Yeah, I saw that too. Um, well, I mean, second version, like sequel, actually. Yeah, like they're doing a, another one. Another one. A sequel? Another what? one. What? What? First question: What do what do you predict the official rating on this on the second final deletion episode will be? I mean, my answer would be: How many televisions exist? Because Wait, what was what? I mean, what? everybody's. What, what, is the, what is the rating going to be on Final Deletion 2? I'm saying, how many televisions exist? Oh. Well, you think like, it's going to do well? Uh, yeah, however many televisions there are, um, add six, and that's how many people are going to watch Final Deletion, because why wouldn't they? That's all I got. Um, oh. No, I, I think... Did, did you... Here's, here's real quick, Cam, before you... Okay. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. What do you think? Really think? No, no. I was just gonna say, um, like my whole thing about it, like Sharknado One was a hit because there was nothing else like it. Um, it seemed to take itself very seriously, but it was a mess, and people wanted to see it. And subsequently, as they made Sharknado Two and Sharknado Three, like less people watched because the novelty but, was gone. But is that the be best aware example? Wasn't wasn't like Sharknado two or three? Like they just came out with four, and that was just horrible. Yeah. As far as they're all horrible, but it just nobody cared because they're like, yeah, been there, done that. We we don't need to see more of that. But was it mm-hmm. two or three the one that somehow that galvanized the, the, the audience? Because it was like, oh, oh they made another one of this thing. Well, oh, go ahead. I don't know what I'm saying is the second one got people's attention yeah. because. Yeah. Of how much they enjoyed the first, I'm but as the second one came, it was I'm like, oh, they realize what they're doing. Like they, <laughs> they're aware of like the idea that they're they're actually trying to put forth the best movie they can is gone. They know what they're doing is is kitsch, and so now they're playing into that. So, I mean, I, I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on it. Here's what I don't think. 
I think more people are going to watch the first run of the final deletion than did last time, but less people overall will watch. I th- I th- so I think it's not going to have the same word of mouth. Hello? Yeah, last time, I mean, they did, what, 440,000 viewers or something like that. I don't think they get any more close to that. Yeah, it was, yeah. Only because like they, like, they do in they do in line with what they normally do, and maybe a tiny bump. Yeah, tiny, not tiny, but a bump, like just a regular kind of, you know. Oh, this thing's happening, and then they, but nothing like oh, this was out of the, this was definitely out of the ordinary. Something happened on this show. Like if you're just looking at the numbers, and you see this giant spike, no, you know, yeah. So, final deletion two, the fin- the finalist, the final year. Come on. Yeah. That's like Final Fantasy twelve. Like it's not the final one. Ass wipes. The redeletion. <laughs> the deletion. We, we went. Wait, no. <laughs> we went into the. We went into the system, recovered it, <laughs> and now we're done with it again. We watched it again. Now we're re deleting. Yep. Let's see. All right. Let's see. Oh, wait. Let's see if Kylan had anything else. Uh, Kylan, anything else for us? Has, has Dixie Carter's ouster from TNA finally saved them from the brink of extinction? Uh, no. And I didn't even know she was ousted. I thought she was still like the, the the something, and Billy Corgan was like the president. Cam, did you know? Yeah, I, th- explain, I thought. Explain. Explain. Oh. Yeah, Kyla, do you want to try to it, what, ex- explain the ousting? Dave Meltzer is saying she's done. I like period. in any capacity. Yeah. Ah. I'm she, even further out of the loop than I I'm, I usually am. I was she, that's something I thought I would have at least heard a little bit of. I didn't hear anything like she that. She ha she hasn't be, she hasn't been at any TVs or anything. Um. Wow. I don't think it saves them or anything. No, I don't. I don't see Billy Corgan as this uh, guy that can come in and turn things around. No, wait. I'm sorry. Travis, it's Bill Corgan. It's Bill. Let's uh, William Corgan. Pay the proper respect. No, it's 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 Bill. It's Bill. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, the ratings are going up. And... The ratings are going up. Now let's we we do need to acknowledge that their 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 viewership at they the are? very least is going up. Yes, I couldn't give you numbers, but that's that is a thing I've heard um in different circles. So yeah, they're uh. Something's going the way it should. Mm. All right. Well, I mean, if uh, I mean, if they can make a move or two and get and 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 stay on air, uh, I mean, it certainly uh, it certainly would shock me. But 
guess this is what they've like kind of you know done for their entire like history. So even, like six months after they yeah. opened, it was always like, oh, they're going out of business. So. <laughs> uh, very, very, very. All right, let's. Uh, Let's, um, you know what, let's read an email. Let's do these Dutch Mark emails. Let's get this one from last week. Out of the way. Hopefully not too dated. No. Uh, Dutch Mark, hey, guys. Question for you to discuss. This is the third person Seth's injured in roughly a year. I know. Sting said it was on him and not Seth's fault. And in this case, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, And this Balor injury also looked like a freak accident and not something born out of sloppy work. But still, is there a case to be made for a Seth, for Seth being a dangerous worker? I personally don't think so, uh, but I'm curious uh, to hear your thoughts on it. Um, an unsafe worker? No. Or a dangerous worker? No. Yeah. No. I, I think it's a move that shouldn't be done because a guy can't protect himself. Like, it's, it's, it's not like he's getting he's, – he's, injuring guys or guys getting injured in there with him over the regular course of events. Like this is a thing in wrestling. Like it's, you know, even though I think the banning of the pile driver was a precautionary thing and not necessarily somebody specifically was doing it wrong. I just think this is something where the guy can't protect himself. Like you wouldn't call AJ Styles a dangerous worker, but there were issues with the styles clash in that, a guy yeah. gets sweaty and he can't put his leg right and guys are getting hurt. Um like if anything Or in a you case call, of Frankie Kazarian, he tucks his chin instead of looks you know, he does the, the normal he doesn't do the counterintuitive move of Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He takes it and like a regular like you wouldn't call like you call Rey Mysterio a super safe worker in that his style adjusted when his knees turned to dust. But you know, he there was a freak accident over a guy's, you know, neck on a cable, um, but that doesn't make him an unsafe worker. That's a, a a move that should be revisited. So, no, I don't think that's um, that's what you call Seth. Now, I think a guy, him not being a, I don't think he's an unsafe worker, but I do think, you know, something has to be addressed. Or dangerous Like, worker. the other shouldn't do that move. Yeah, yeah. Not a dangerous worker, but, um, you know, there, there are issues, um, you know, with what you he is. You would know. Um, He's in there with top guys. If he was a dangerous worker, people would be talking about it. And it's no way Very that Meltzer, Jada Powell, Wade, and any of those guys wouldn't be hip to. Oh yeah, there's there's a yeah there's definitely a, a, a vein of folks that thinks that's a, a dangerous worker and blah 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 blah. We'd hear that. We would have heard it sometime in the last four years, and I just never. I mean, you hear stuff about Seth, he needs to slow down, and his attitude, stuff like that, but his work was never questioned until until the Sting thing, and then, you know, someone actually said, oh, he hurt Sting, he hurt this, he hurt himself. Like, he, that's a, he hurt himself. That's a, that's a, yeah. that's a stretch. I mean, we've well, seen that, that routine as Sunset Flip, Power bombs by a million times. He did nothing. From a million different his people. Body, yeah. His, yeah, his body gave out on him, but that's not because he put himself in an awkward position. It was just, like, like, if, like if you anything, said, he's been carrying a damn company on his back yeah. for a year and a half, two years. His knee's going to buckle. 
No, but just wear and tear. Ah. Exactly. Uh, all right, so let's do Dutch Mark's other email, the one from this week. Uh, guys, just a simple one for this week. How long did you how long did you laugh after the main event of Raw? Take care. Uh so the main event now from my, last week's Raw or this Raw? No, 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 no. This is this week's his email for this week. Okay. Um, um so I, I oh, laugh because it, um, uh Seth got uh pedigree and, and Owen's got pe- or, or, or Rollins, uh Reigns got pedigree and stuff. I mean, last? I mean, like how long, like maybe how much of the celebration did you watch? Or were we like drained from that much? Because it was a a long, strong main event after a long, strong show. Pause on both of those. Um, Well, in full disclosure, I know Mark doesn't know me personally, but there was an ongoing joke in our wrestling group about how I can't make it through wrestling shows. Yeah, I woke up to find out Kevin Owens was champion. So, <laughs> like, I was probably asleep at, like, 8.45 because okay. life. Yeah, I oh, was yeah. sitting so outside I'm the damn leasing office with my key, not un- my, my mailbox key not under the mat like they said it would be, and I couldn't get into my goddamn apartment after driving across the goddamn country. So, 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 yeah, so at 8.45 or whatever, I was, or, you know, 10, whatever, central time that main event was happening. <laughs> I was not the yeah, a happy guy, but we did watch it later and but I yeah. I, was, but you know, I woke up you know, to watch it times. at two in the morning start to finish. So I mean technically I was awake a whole nother hour after the main event, so hmm. technically. Yeah. yeah, no, I mean it was a good it was a good, surprising fun ending. A fun match with yeah. a with a with a good finish. You know that 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 would not just a good finish, but a finish that's going to, you know, get people talking and wanting to watch next week's show. It's funny yep. how oh, it takes it takes Raw to have major major title changes to finally have a better show than SmackDown. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Let's. Uh, thanks for the email. Emails, Mark. As always. And we got one from Derek Williams. I'm going to assume it's a non-VIP, so we'll, we'll get it in in the next, uh, in the next uh, hour and a half. Uh, but just to remember, mark your, mark your email somewhere in the subject or the email, it, whether you're VIP or non-VIP, unless you're so down with the, with the click that you just, uh, that we should know. But even you, even Josh, I want you, to, Josh, you're straight from the stash. Put VIP, just on, just, just so yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what's happening in the chat room. Earl says it doesn't matter because TNA is not a real business because they don't make money. <laughs> well, they're not a well, real. They're right. not a real business. When you're I'm right. looking for the lie, I can't. You're right. Dixie equals obsolete. The funny thing is TNA actually been decent for the last four months with Broken Matt and Booking and Bogby Lashley as a monster badass. Uh, Sting himself said he took the wrong, move wrong on the JBL show. All right, that was that was uh, acknowledged. 
Whatever. Uh, you're a charity who needs handouts every six months. What are we talking about? I'm waiting on the reference to? Oh, oh, I guess TNA. TNA. I'm waiting on the line. The buckle bomb should only be done in the buckle? Oh, right, right, right. I mean, Not, yeah, that's you're true. Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of that, I mean, is, is, and that's probably why Finn didn't trust and had to look back and put his arm back just instinctively. Like, he didn't, it just happened so quick. I mean, it's just one of those things. He just put his arm back like a, you know, he'd have just been better off. Well, who's to say he'd have been better off letting his head clunk up against the thing? He might have, you know. My shoulder. Me, my, my head be fine and now you know, hurt my shoulder. Uh, the move really doesn't look like it hurts. If it does actually hurt, it should be banned. No bang for the buck. Bret Hart opinion means four out of ten or less. Uh, that's another reason why he should do. He should go to be a deeper heel because no one's given Finn blame for. Blame a little for taking the wrong, taking it the wrong way and not a flat back. Yeah, but you, when you're getting thrown into, you take flat back bumps on a mat, uh, Darrell, not a goddamn barricade. So let's not act like taking flat back bumps on the edge of barricades is something that you practice and is, and should be like, oh, that's second nature. Like, no, stop it. Uh. If WWE yeah. can ban a normal power driver, they can ban a buckle bomb. Really, CM Punk is the last one to use it in the WWE. What, the buckle bomb? The power driver? Or the normal power driver? Oh, Probably, uh, they've already kind of limited Rollins. <laughs> they've already kind of limited Rollins by eliminating the car- curb stop. Yeah, I know, because there aren't 168,000 other moves that can... Turns on WWE 2K16 and goes to create a wrestler. There are moves. There are definitely moves. What? Even Marie dyed her hair black? R. Damon says in the chat all room. Black. All black everything. All black something. Oh, man. I mean, I mean, she's off. You know, maybe this stops people from coming up to her. And then she come back. She can be ready again. I don't see that. No, no, you don't do that. I guess I assume you're joking, but yeah. Last thing you're gonna do to put your hair. She get ready for Super Slam. She can't, you know. Got to be prepared. All right. Let's uh. Let's uh. You know what? I want to get this man's take on that. No, my name's Jeffrey. Uh, mixtape. Go to uh, let's go to Brad in Louisiana. Wow. Uh, Brad, what you think of that? Oh. I did not listen to that. Uh, <laughs> Come on, don't don't front for me, Brad. Uh, and I I don't plan, uh, You know what? You know what? Since I will listen to it only because you guys brought it up. See how easy I flipped them for a guy that, oh, I listen to that. Mm, flip mighty easy, yeah. Brad. But you, know, but you know what? I, I will listen to it only because y'all, 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 uh, oh, hold on. Let me ask this. Are y'all fans of it? 
Yeah. I heard okay. I didn't hear. I didn't hear good. I didn't hear great. I didn't no, hear. I don't, hear I don't listen to this. Okay. It's terrible. It's good. I'm listening to it. I just said it was. Didn't I say it was good? Even I mean I've listened to it like a couple times all the way through. Uh, the opening track Why Why Club Jane has really grown on me. Like I really didn't mess with it at, at first. Uh, I was, no, it, it, it goes, especially the middle of it. The middle of that tape. Uh, that I did. Goes. I heard. Something. I did hear the song. I did hear the song called Webby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I guess I had a, a special uh, take in that one since uh, where they won Wedding? from Louisiana. Webby. Batman Rouge is on. Yeah. Uh, well, see, it's got like alternate like song titles. So I only the know songs, them by the, 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 the official, like the Riri or Black Left Gene. I don't know the. No, yeah, well, yeah. Webby is one of the parentheses after Webby. Names. Yeah, Webby is a Baton Rouge based. Webby is a Baton Rouge rapper. Um, with uh, a rapper. <laughs> oh yeah, no. I'm, and I've been listening. I've been listening to Bootsy and Webby uh, since who? Lord, two thousand what? Five? I'm, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> Webby. Uh, I guess Webby's. Uh, I guess forte as it comes to rapping is he he comes across as a really serious guy, which most rappers did at that time. But he was really intense and. He had a real simple grasp on his wordplay, but he and he would sound intense. I personally preferred him over Bootsy, even though Bootsy was deemed to be the bigger star of the two. I thought Webber was the better rapper. He was the most convincing, and I'm I'm also one of the guys that uh, I don't care what you are or who you are. Whenever the cameras aren't rolling. But you have to convince me when that when the when the when the red lights on or the music's playing. So it would be in your best interest to not be selling drugs anymore, T.I. But when the record's on and you talking about selling drugs, I, I, I need to be convinced that, you know about that story. Exactly. You you, you know, so um well, so hey, that, Brad, uh, that was me, um, I guess Let me explain to you how we determine um, how good a DJ is in Texas. This is how you determine how good a DJ is. When Wipe Me Down comes oh, on, if he doesn't play Webby's verse, he's not a good DJ. He is like, not a good DJ because Webby had the best yeah, verse on that song. He absolutely did. Did no, uh, so don't, crazy thing fact, about like we 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 sing that word for word down here. Um, it's like really, and um, and I listen to a lot of music. That's probably Damn, a top nigga, 10, the sixteen for me. Yes. Oh, oof. probably a top Webby, Webby, for me. Webby, I got no, no uh, idea what, it, it, what, what, what's going on here. You have no idea well, what I'm going to assume you're uh, I mean, I know the song, uh, Wipe Me Down. You moved to Texas recently, popular. right? Yeah. You, know. you moved yeah. to Texas recently, right, Travis? Yeah, like, uh, like so, two days ago. Uh, like <laughs> all right, so uh, uh, one, I would uh, <laughs> say, uh, how's the weather for you? Is everything okay? Yeah, I mean, it's fine. Yeah, I mean, it was like 90, 96 degrees when I left Philly, so. Okay, because the reason I was asking is because uh, out here in Louisiana a couple weeks ago, we had some really rough uh, yeah. rain. And uh, so um, oh, I didn't, well, yeah. I was hoping, I was making sure that, you know, uh, you didn't get caught with any road no, closes and all that stuff. Look, 
about two, I guess, an hour away, somewhere on thirty-five, and the sky open and like, look, uh, like it just—I mean, sheets. I couldn't see brake lights ten feet in front of me. A trailer almost hit me, like literally, like no exaggeration. Uh, he just got into my lane, and I'm like, ah, brakes, 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 brakes. So I just pulled over onto the shoulder after that, and uh, you know, waited about twenty minutes. And then once it cleared up, I drove at about two miles of driving. It's clear. The sun's kind of peeking through, and the roads are, like, dry. Like, what? Yep. How'd that happen? Wow. I'm happy happy you're safe, Oh, and don't get me started. Don't get me started on the goddamn double lightning bolts, man. Like, I don't mess with lightning. (laughs) I do not... I do not no do lightning. And then no they want to have two at a time. Like, I mean, I'm just saying, a lot of people are scared of the thunder. Like, ooh, I can't stand the, the, the sound. Like, but yeah, that, the sound I'm doesn't want to, like, that set your house on fire. Lightning has no. legit cost me about, I'm going to say personally about $1,500, but my company about <laughs> ten. Because uh, yeah. I'm an operations yeah. manager at this restaurant, so you know we get a bonus, which is a percentage of what we profit at the end of the month. And for some mm-hmm. reason, my restaurant is a freaking lightning rod. So when mm. it, when it when it hits Opelousas, it hits really close to my restaurant, or it hits my restaurant some way, shape, or fashion, and I have to replace like. All my internet equipment, I'm down from internet, and it's a freaking headache and hassle, mm. and I have to pay for all that. So I would say in so, the last two years, all I, hear cost, is, all I hear is don't go to Brad's restaurant. That's, that's all what? I heard. <laughs> when, it, when it's lightning, <laughs> when it's lightning. But if you come, come any time before, if you come any other time, I, I, I guarantee you uh you will have an extremely <laughs> pleasant experience. Well, truth be told, if it's lightning and raining, you should yeah, go to any restaurant. Yeah, you should go to any restaurant. You would be inside. Like one time, me and my girl was going to the movies, and the movie theater is like, like it's ridiculously far from my current house. I'm moving in a couple of days, and like I remember looking at my girl, like, man, like I want to go home. And she's like, well, we almost halfway there. I said, I don't give a hoover damn. I want to go. Back home, it is raining, cats, dogs, pigs, dust. I don't know what the hell is going on. I want to go home. I want, I'm going to sit down and get a red box or watch Netflix or something, man. They got Arrow. They got The Flash. Like, I can watch all that stuff and be incredibly happy. And so can you, babe. So can you. <laughs> <laughs> so can you. I guess my other point I'm going to make about us. Yeah. No, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, I was going to say, what's your what's your wrestling stuff? Are we talked about a lot of shit. We did talk about wrestling. Oh yeah. So um, uh, well, I, I kind of was dipping in and out of uh the conversation I was having with the rail. Uh, I want to ask, like, uh-huh. was he pitching that KO be the babyface and not Seth Rollins? No, he's saying KO is as the tweener kind of anti-hero guy more. Then, no, no, all right, so, no. and all right, so when I the way I was viewing it was, um, 
they need to get a consistent narrative for Triple H between his NXT character and his WWE main roster character. Yes. Either way it yeah. goes, there was there were the crowd did not want to see him pedigree Kevin Owens. They wouldn't. I don't think they would have mind as much if Seth Rollins would have just pinned Kevin Owens. Mm-hmm. But we, but he could not have attacked Kevin Owens. The crowd would have booed the crap out of Triple H after getting a major pop. They need to go ahead and go forward with this with a Triple H FaceTime and let that let let that be his. Uh, that way he got consistency throughout his uh, show. Cause I'm certain uh, Wade's mentioned it several times, and it's always mind-boggling to me that he's 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 he does a lot for the wrestling business. So it's hard for me to not like him. I could not boot Triple H during his run with Roman unless he would have like hit my girlfriend. Like that's it. Like he didn't do what? it first. He uh, he exactly. So it's. If you, make us like the guy, first off. I don't like the idea that these authority figures, always they always have to have the bad one. That's why I watch SmackDown a little more than Raw lately. Because I like Daniel Bryan, and no offense to Shane, but he's kind of just there for me now. Mm-hmm. Like, he, 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 like, he doesn't do anything. Like, he's just there for me. I, I don't, I, I'm indifferent about him now. Um, but, you know, real but quick, I don't want to. You should feel. Like, you should be indifferent about the mm-hmm. That's a good thing. But, but yeah, go ahead. I, and it's the the reason why uh, it's one of the things is uh, we wrestling fans tend to go to saying William Regan is the best uh, authority figure there is because, one, we don't see him every week. Two, he only comes out whenever an authority figure is needed. I, that's part of the reason why Vince still gets a huge pop when he comes out because he doesn't come out every week. He comes out, quote, unquote, which is not as good as it used to be when he's needed or when he has something big to say, which hasn't been as big as lately, but I guess I'll get the point. Um, I, need, yeah, I need Triple H to be a face, and Kevin Owens can definitely be the face. Y'all, they can frame this to where Kevin Owens is still the good guy, even though he won it under these circumstances. Uh, I think Cam mentioned it earlier, like, like Ron, we gave you chance after chance, and you kept dropping the ball. Yeah. And Kevin Owens has not dropped the ball yet. Either way it goes, they would have had a similar character in Kevin Owens and Rollins win this title. Somebody has to take that pedigree, and for long-term booking, it was obviously the better choice for Triple H to pedigree Rollins. I called it the moment Roman got eliminated. He's pedigreeing uh he's pedigreeing Rollins. And I'm I'm like a kid and I'm screaming and hollering, I'm excited. And for the yeah. first time in a long time, I think since Raw two thousand one thousand, since Raw one thousand, I am excited for the next week of Raw. I want to know what's going to happen. I want to know how they're going to frame uh, Kevin Owens and how they're going to frame uh, Seth Rollins. I I think, uh, and then they can also use Jericho as a tool to help make him a babyface again. Like Jericho that's, can. That's, that's the key. I think he could be the key. Jericho, uh, 
as the as the increasingly jealous sidekick guy whose successes you know whose major successes are you know a decade ago and and, mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff. He could play that stuff, and he's just he's starting to feel the squeeze of his age and and the younger guys, the new generation, however you want to frame it. Uh, mm-hmm. And you can have uh, yeah, you can have um, Jericho be the uh, be the catalyst or the platform that 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 uh, Owens needs as his as his babyface launch, but yeah, even, I mean even though way, I it's guess, be super interesting because they can go in so many yeah, direct, either, different directions, and that makes sense. That it's not like it's oh they have to go this way because it's the only way that makes any sense. And if they go any other way, I'm going to be you know pissed off or whatever. Uh, this is gonna be uh, they can you know. Taken in a lot of ways that that actually uh, make logical sense. Yep. Also, is uh, is is Kevin Owens really good at his job, or did it look like he didn't have a clue what the finish of that match was going to be? He looked that genuinely surprised <laughs> the entire. He looked surprised the entire time. I think like I don't know. It's like his facial expression was like. All right, and I'm about to take the pedigree. This sucks, but at least I made it to the end. And then they kicked Triple H, and his face, then the way that went, that still was like, he's looking at Triple H, he's like, y'all can't tell. No, there's no way this is happening right now. Three. Mm-hmm. This is happening right now. And he. Go ahead. You know, uh, who was it? Who's the kid from, uh, I think it's the kid in, in, in TNA that Bruce is real fond of. Um. And Brad, I don't know if you've heard this yeah. story, but basically there's um you know, um uh, Trevor territory Lee. in Trevor a, Lee? Huh? Trevor yeah, Lee. I think, I might Trevor, Lee. Trevor Lee. Um basically it was uh you know, there was a battle royal in whatever uh, organization he was wrestling for and they didn't tell him that he was gonna win the battle royal. And it might have been Trevor Lee, it might have been another guy. But basically mm-hmm. he didn't find out until the end when two guys eliminated each other that they had kind of been surprising him with the win on his way out or something to that effect. They would be fascinated right. they if told they worked out a one story finish. and didn't tell. Yeah. Yeah, they they did the and finish they had was, okay, these two, one will eliminate the other, and then you'll fight, and then he'll eliminate you. So as he's waiting, mm-hmm. you know, and it worked perfectly, because as he's kind of waiting or selling or whatever for for them to eliminate one to eliminate the other, they eliminate each other, and he's just standing there as the winner. Like, oh. so I mean, it was the perfect way to keep him out of the loop uh, uh, and tell him one yeah. thing, but do another. Do another. It was really good. And sound, that sounds more like what happened to Barry Young whenever he got his uh, U- uh, Intercontinental Title match against Miz before the brand split, because Corbin yeah. and Cruz eliminated themselves, and his reaction at first was like. Hold on, what the hell happened? I thought I was supposed to eliminate somebody. Or somebody was supposed to eliminate right. me. Oh, no, that was supposed to happen? Okay, let, let's go. Nope, you're too late. But, but uh, KO's reaction was just, it, 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 it made me, if I would have been in a crowd, I would have unfortunately, because I don't, I don't like to participate in some of those uh, moments like the You Deserve a Chance, but I probably would have participated in the That would have been enough. Because I don't like those types of chants, but he, uh, the, the, his facial expression, he looked like a guy who won 
it, it really did look like the thrill of victory, and it's that's a that's a babyface move as I've ever seen one. He looked extremely excited. Uh, well, I guess it's hard to say because I guess Edge kind of had a similar reaction whenever he won uh, after the first cash-in. So, mm-hmm. But uh, I had another thing I wanted to reference that I heard y'all mention, that the buckle bomb. Um, here's the – I guess uh, – I wonder if y'all uh, – when Sting got uh, injured in his match, I was at the arena that night. Mm-hmm. There's a couple of things that happened in that match. One, and uh, kudos to Sting for being able to keep up with Seth to the point that he did. Uh, I think think one of the issues with the buckle bomb is, one, either they can remove it, or two, he doesn't need to do it three times a match. When he wrestled Sting that night, he did it three times in that match. Like, it didn't work the first time when you did it, it didn't work the second time, really. Like the third time, you think it's gonna? Well, apparently the third time did it because uh, uh, it finished him off. But like he did it to spin twice in the match. He did it in the ring and on the outside of the ring. Like pick one and stick with it. And I, I'm not faulting either one of the guys for uh, for Finn's injury. You know, uh, it's a dangerous uh, game and stuff happens. Yeah. But uh. I would say if I was the agent of that match, I would have said one buckle bomb and that's it or none. Like, like why do we need to see this move three times? Is the same thing with the finishing move that we see them hit four and five times in a match, let alone the finisher spot. It's not ending the match. It's, It's not. So a buckle bomb is not finishing this match. So why do it three times? The they we can uh they took the curve stomp if I'm not mistaken and I mean correct me if I'm wrong because I'm not 100 percent certain on this it's because it was easily like in the, the last one <laughs> or the last buckle ball no the last curve stomp you might it, curve stomp I think yeah, so he attempt he attempted it at WrestleMania and I know Orton countered it to that banging ass RKO I don't know if he hit it maybe earlier in Orton kicked out, but somewhere around right before that WrestleMania was the last curse now. And, and I think the curse he hit it at that show. You saw the last one. If this, in the from a safety standpoint, I think the curve stump is relative safer than most, except for when Cena jumps with it, uh, which is weird. Um, because the I don't think that, I don't think that uh, hands, alters the safety of it. No, I'm just saying. If uh, anything, oh, yeah, it probably gives you a little more control. Oh, maybe. Well, I'm saying whenever you go to uh, do the curve stump, the guy can easily protect themselves with them with their hands. Um, right. And so I, 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 but I get the easily imitatable by any by any person. But uh, as a wrestling fan, um, one of the things I like about finishing moves is the ability to be hit on anyone. So uh, if I was a wrestler, yeah. the curb stomp would be like the ideal freaking yeah. finish move for yeah. me. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, I, it's um, I don't I don't think Rollins is an unsafe worker. I think he uh, they he works a little fast. Um, but um, that's is the generation we're in, I guess, as far as workers go. Um, they 
I really wish they would pull back on the repetitiveness of these moves. Uh, like the what they call it, the super attitude adjustment, I guess would it be? Uh, yeah. They protected Not that broke. move for a while. Nobody has ever kicked out of that. As far as I remember, I could be wrong. I don't recall mm-hmm. anyone kicking out of that. So when AJ kicked out of it, it really it meant a lot it was a more big deal. to me. It was a yeah, it was a huge deal to me. So whenever that happened, I was like, oh my god, it is probably going to win this, and he ended up mm-hmm. uh, doing just that. So um, they don't protect a lot of these uh, finishes nowadays like they used to at. Every at at a pay per view, every uh every match gets that one finisher that gets kicked out of, and it's the then then you get the this is awesome channels like it's not really awesome. They're literally just kicking out of each other's finishing <laughs> moves. Nobody like, no, uses and then, and then and then on top of that, I'm gonna use Sami Zayn as my perfect example. Sami Zayn has probably the coolest array of signature spots of anyone I've seen in the last few years to me. And only the Haluva kick finishes his match? That blue Thunderbomb looks pretty cool to me. Why you can't beat a, a few yeah, people with but... Why the Cozy Clutch doesn't make more people tap? Uh, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird, uh, it's a weird deal there. Now, it doesn't have to beat Kevin Owens. It doesn't have to be, but like Jinder Mahal, why you couldn't beat Jinder Mahal with the, uh, Blue Thunderbomb, since they already defined Jinder Mahal as a uh, jobber. Right. That's Out different. They kept winning, winning occasional matches with your secondary finishers is a different argument than yeah. uh, uh, the Blue Thunderbomb is better than the Haluva Kick. I think the Haluva Kick is a more devastating move. Oh, I don't, I, I don't think it's better. He said it was good. I don't think it's better. I definitely oh, okay. think the Haluva okay. Kick should be the finisher, but it's, oh, all right, all right. One of the things about The Undertaker is at one point he finished his matches with the Chokeslam. And then at another point he finished it with the Tombstone. And then at another point he finished it with the Last Ride. And at another point he finished them yeah. with the Hell's Gate. So whenever he performs any of these moves in his match, it could truly be the end of the match. Always be the end. Yeah. No, Tober. Tober. So, not, and not true, not technically, if I'm not mistaken, Undertaker's end all, quote unquote, be all. Is the tombstone, but it, he has finished the match with those other moves. So and on top guys at points too. So I, I don't know. I feel like if you uh, tell the story uh, correctly, one of the things I did like about the main event of Raw was the fact that when Cass got eliminated, they set it up to where it made sense that that frog smash from Kevin Owens eliminated him. He just took a uh, Superman punch. A super kick for uh, near fall, then takes the frog slash. One, two, three, he's gone. He just went through. Uh, he went through a war uh, with those guys, so it made sense. So I would like to see things like that uh, happen a little more often, so that way, whenever we get those near falls, they mean a little more. And that's whenever uh, their final. Sammy and Kevin Owens match when he had two Haluva kicks on him. He caught him. He looked like he was going to show him something. He was like, nope, bump all of that. I'm going to kick your ass again in the jaw. It was one of those moments where I was like, he is not kicking out of this. And it felt good to know Mm -hmm. that the match was truly going to end at that moment. It would be nice if, like, 
Brock would only hit the F5 when the match was going to be over. If only, uh, you know, if I, I don't know. I feel like we have to be reconditioned to this because as much as I like AJ Styles and Cena's match, the part that really meant the most to me was AJ kicking out of the Super AA because kicking out of the attitude adjustment on the ground and the Styles class, like, yeah, everybody else has done that, so. It, it happens regularly in big matches at this point. Yeah. Yeah, and, I mean, you know, when somebody kicks out of the punt from Randy Orton, then I'm going to be stoked. You know? That, I'm going to be excited for that. I want to see somebody take the punt and kick out of that. I guess Brock could have been the guy mm-hmm. to do it. it would, I would have I probably, probably was like, Brock said, you ain't kicking me in my skull. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and of all the things that he – of all the things that he pussied out at WrestleMania and didn't want to do, you know, because he's a big old mm-hmm. pussy, uh, and then mm-hmm. Dean, in the Dean Ambrose match, um, I don't blame him for not wanting to take that punt. I mean, it's a reason why he stopped doing it. I mean, just the visual, just the optics of it in this oh, yeah. culture of head trauma understanding. So, Yeah, that makes perfect sense uh, if he ever wants to get back in that octagon uh, again. Um I don't think it's in his best interest to do that, especially after the way the last round went, but you never know. But, uh, yeah, well, that's all I got. Okay. Hey, good stuff, Brad. Uh, Yeah, always appreciate your call. No problem, man. Jeffries, I guess I'm listening to that. Jeffrey. I will say say this. I think that concept of that mixtape is really creative. Yeah, and, yeah. and the agree. fact that how long have men been putting dresses on to shock society? Yeah, forever, right? I think somebody used uh, Andre 3000 as like their uh, a picture of Andre 3000, I guess, in a dress. But I was like, he didn't have a dress on. He had a wig on and he had like a really weird suit on, which and pink and stuff. Right. I'm like, well, this isn't a dress. This isn't. This, this, yeah, but I the idea that like in 2016, you can put it, you can just put a dress on the album cover or in any context, and it still like shocks people into. Because I was like, oh, I guess I'm definitely going to get it now because everybody's just trashing and talking shit. All gay, this faggot, that. You know, like, all right, that just makes me want to hear it more. Like that <laughs> was the reason why I'm doing to Soldier Boy. All the shit that talking. Was the that, you know, so, I'm wondering yeah. I gave Soldier Boy a right. chance because uh, I gave Soldier Boy a chance because I remember all my friends like really bashing him, and I had heard crank that a few well, times. I was, never gave it a serious listen, and then I realized how goofy and retarded it was. I was like, man, this is really <laughs> fun. This guy's having a blast. But uh, in the context of what Andre 3000 is, in the context of what Young Thug is doing, to me, it's totally different. And uh, yeah, they're not meant to be the so, same. Yeah, I don't think they should be compared. Yeah, so uh, it's two different forms of uh of, of art. So we need to uh, get um the music uh, community to create another genre to put that type of rap or music in. I mean, I say rap because then they would just throw it back in rap. Put that type of music in because that's not necessarily rap. It's something completely different. I don't have the word no, for it not. yet. It's not something completely uh, different, Brad. We're, no, no I'm not going to let you do that. 
No, it's not. It is it is hip hop beats with people rapping over them. <laughs> you want to? Uh, I I I don't know who I saw make this argument last week. One of these. Uh, oh, Cassidy, Cassidy, like really, Cassidy. That's not well. You can't because they not rapping sixteen bars. I mean, that's something totally different. Okay. All right. 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 It's it's the elitism in, in certain genres is just just boggles the mind sometimes. Oh shit! NXT got a new open. Oh oh no, that Ty Dillinger's entry. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> um, and he gets to open both both shows. Uh, the last two shows. It's the God. So this is hey, back in full sale. Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, who said it in the chat room? I think R. Damon. He says, uh, uh, um, oh, no, Jobber said on NXT, had the Nakamura celebration, then play Robert Roode's glorious theme for the rest of the show. And then Damon, there you Damon go. Uh, concurred. Concurred and said it was fun singing it at a crowd at Takeover, and then some people wanted to sing it at SummerSlam, but there were some negative Nelly saying that was last night. <laughs> I don't know if they got it, but I I'm jamming it. <laughs> like we're here for SummerSlam. That was last night. Love on it. <laughs> Man, what uh, let's uh, all right. Let's hear this rant that. Uh, <laughs> that Willis has in him. I'm ready for so it. Let's go to uh, fucking lit. DC and uh, talk what to him. Willis, what's happening? Well, here we go. Triple H oh, is now. Well, my rant is Wade keeps on talking about how the champ ain't supposed to be giving the belt missing that because uh, Triple H. And I think the way he feel about Triple H is cloud his judgment. And Triple H has not been a heel since damn um, Royal Rumble because who he who he, they had him in the ring with Roman Reigns and at WrestleMania third the last WrestleMania Triple H got a standing ovation leaving out the ring Roman Reigns had the belt on his shoulder and he got booed out the damn building so how how can Triple H be a how can Triple H be a heel at this point? Everybody loves him for NXT, and because he cheated. The way, because just because look, just because the crowd, and way, that's the difference. That's six months ago or four months ago at WrestleMania. He was a heel on Monday. He cheated. He that cheated was twice. no heel. That was not no heel thing because the whole place rooted for him putting Roman Reigns in the, the home. whole place. Are heels then? That doesn't matter that the whole place just because you gotta, oh, you gotta get jumped, you gotta if all get, your friends jumped off a bridge, you're gonna do it. Just because you gotta get off you gotta get off that way to tell us stuff, man. It's not like that it's anymore. It's, it's, it ain't a way Keller. It's okay, I, I want you to go outside, I want you to cheat somebody out of something and tell me or get cheated and then tell me that they're a good person or a good guy. I wanna hear this <laughs> that things are different. People are not Scumbags don't get, aren't supposed to get uh, 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 cheered and rewarded. Come on, 
Well, they, they, the the way they, I don't know. It's called, it's called being a decent human being and living in society. With yeah, other but you can't think humans. of it like that no more. You can't think about that like that. Well, the world changed from that 20, 30 years ago. That good guy shit ain't even that much more calm. Man, no more, nobody I don't want to. Listen, listen, listen. We got a good. We got a good example of heels and baby faces. Everybody that said, everybody that went, oh, he's disrespecting the flag and blah blah blah. Sit down and shut up and stop expressing your freedom to to to, to say those are those are heels. That's a it was a very good example. And then the people that rightfully pointed out all the hypocrisy, all the blatant hypocrisy over the last three or four days were the baby faces. There ain't no 20 years ago, this, 30 years ago, nothing. That's a cop-out ass answer for just to be in the, to make it, uh, uh, to make yourself feel better that you enjoy bad behavior. Just like be like, oh, I'm a heel. I'm a heel fan. Not I'm a good guy because the world's changed. No, you're a heel. You like heelish things. That was a terrible thing that Triple H did. Terrible in, I mean, in context, whatever. I enjoyed it. But it was a bad guy move. There's no ambiguity. He cheated. Ain't no, uh, no, he cheated. Blatantly how is it? How is it cheating in a no disqualification match? All right. How all is right. it cheating okay. in a no disqualification match? If you want to be the heel, heel semantics fan, wrestling fan, go ahead. But I'm not getting into that stupid argument. It was obvious that it was cheating. It was unfair. He wasn't in the match. He helped, he helped one guy eliminate two people. Let's let's. I'm, I'm trying to get a terrible argument. I keep going though, Willis. Oh yeah, going. okay, yeah, you're right. And, and second off, Kevin Owens right now is one of the biggest faces in the company. Everybody loving him. He's getting tweets from everybody. Again. And what they're going to set up is Kevin Owens is going to turn face because Chris Jericho going to be jealous of him having the belt. This is the way mm-hmm. they're going to turn. They're not going to turn Rollins. No face. This is the time when Rollins and Roman Reigns took up to be heels because they pissed about Triple H. <laughs> and this is and, and this is this is how they gonna turn. Oh shit! This is how this is how they gonna turn Roman heel. Them two gonna hook up together, and mm-hmm. I don't know what they gonna do. But basically, Triple H, Kevin Owens is his boy, and Finn Balor was his boy, and kept um. Seth Rollins ended up getting him hurt in the match, so Triple H probably was pissed about that one, too. Uh, so I, mean, really quick to, to I think that's, a, I think that's uh, a bit of a stretch, though. Yeah. When was let's, Finn Balor Triple H's boy? I don't, I, that's what I'm, I, I, that, that's the part I just, I, like, you had me, and then well, you said, the one that's like, yeah. him up. But, hey, um, like, let's not forget Seth yeah. Rollins and Roman Reigns were Is he a Tyler Breeze fan? For a long time, so, like, there's, there's, President for those two being a tag team and working together. Um, but no, I, I really didn't think about that. Like, I understand the slow burn, but it would be interesting if, if Rollins was somehow still healed. Because, again, like, the thing about it is Rollins can come out and complain to Stephanie about them having an arrangement or him being chosen or something like that, and, you know, her having a, a, heel, a heel representative, so to speak. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the thing about Kevin Owens that's unique is that like, not only is he very good, um, both in the ring and on the mic, but he's an everyman in a different way than Daniel Bryan's an everyman. Like, Kevin yeah. Owens is an underdog, but an underdog from the standpoint of he doesn't have an ab to his name. He's not handsome. Right. 
Like, like there right. are things about him that you don't necessarily, you usually don't root for in a guy to be successful. But what's but that's the, all aesthetically there's though? Two things. Yeah, no, there's two things about Kevin Owens that's that's different than I think most guys, and he's allowed to do this too. Like Kevin Owens' whole feud against John Cena was about his kid not respecting him for the hard worker that he is and loving John Cena. Like Kevin Owens lets people into his family, and it's endearing. Yeah, and so like like fucking um a meme from ESPN. Like a guy who I like to see tweet, what a piece of garbage he was for what he did today. Did you guys see that? Who? Yeah, I seen it about yeah, talking I mean, about Kevin Owens' son. Yeah, about the KFA joint. Yeah, they had a twit picture of like his son like getting super emotional oh, over his dad winning the title, and then oh, okay. like a mean tweets. Uh, yeah, a mean tweets until somebody tells him it's uh that it's that it's uh fake, essentially. And it's like, dog, why? Why Why would you do what? that? But no. But yeah, no, he likes to like it until somebody told him. Uh, I'm, uh, I don't... No, no there's... No, he, he's just an idiot. If anybody knows it's fake, I'm it's sure like, it's Kevin Owens is. Exactly, but I mean, his dad got... Being champion still matters, but anyway. Um, but no, like, Kevin Owens is that every man who goes to work hard and puts once to put a smile on his kid's face with his hard work. And that's something that, like, a lot of guys don't produce, even if they have children. Like, they don't talk about it that way. Like, nobody gives a shit about Roman Reigns and his daughter, all due respect. Like, nobody's worried about right. that relationship specifically, you know? So, you know, Kevin Owens occupies a unique space. Again, I think he's so perfectly suited as a heel. Um, but it'll be interesting to see where they go. Willis, you got more? Because I'm listening. Yeah, yeah. well, for, with, from what I've seen, from many of the um, shows I've been to in the last couple of months, Kevin Owens is over with the crowd. Regardless if he acts a heel or not, they still cheer for him. They boo- Even when he do something mean, they still cheer for him. They might boo for a second, and then they start cheering for him just to give him his respect. But it's something about Owens that people can relate to. That's why mm-hmm. Roman Reigns. That's why Roman Reigns ain't getting over with the crowd because nobody can relate to him because he doesn't come out there as a person. He just comes out there as a character, and it's the per. It's it's nothing there. Even when he do his moves, you know exactly what he's going to do because he positions himself in a way where it's just setting up, and it doesn't look natural. You know when he's getting ready to do the Superman punch. You know when he's getting ready to do that kick to the corner. It just it's it's just something not clicking right there. I think if he teams up with Seth Rollins and had that heel run, his personality is more of a heel than a face because he's a jerk in real life for real, honestly. But uh, but yeah, and I know the way the wrestling community on I guess the PW Torch family are really stuck in this way about this gotta be this way this gotta be that way and if it doesn't come out the way they want it they disagree with it and try to push that point on people and don't really try to look at the way things are happening in the moment and it, it get irritating sometimes 
Wait, wait, wait. So, how do you, so, so what about the opposite when you have fans, yourself very much included, that just no matter what, just just trash? I mean, and, and, I, and I agree with a lot of it, like with Roman Reigns and stuff. I mean, you go out of your way to hate the guy, you know, with your memes that you make and you know, all that stuff. Thank you, Sheamus, and all that. I mean, it's just that. That that's just scumbag shit. It's like, and I don't mean I was, maybe that's a little harsh, but it's 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 not exactly. Uh, I mean, when you when you talk about pushing an agenda or pushing, like, no, you don't like the guy, so here you are doing everything you can to be like, no, oh, he sucks and don't push that on me. Like, well, just because you don't like it, don't mean just because what? people disagree. People that have been, I don't know, covering the business twenty, thirty years that have seen ebbs and flows and how things are booked and, and have an understanding and are grown-ass men with, with, with families and, 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 a, and, a, and a context on life, you know, you don't know how, oh, that's that 20, 30 years stuff. I mean, that's, a, that's offensive. I mean, in a, in a way that's like whatever. But it's like, come on, don't tell me that, that I'm, you know, insinuate that, uh, you know, just whatever. You, you were kind of getting that earlier. That's uh you know, kind of bullshit. And then they go the further, and you know, the whole the family tries to push the torch. And they push, push it in a <laughs> oh, like excuse excuse people for calling out heel behavior. Again, well, go to work and try to go to work and try to be a heel, and then say, hey, don't that's that, that's twenty thirty years ago. Is there are no good guys? Yeah, you, you try that. Well, I am a healing. Try it with your woman or any woman that you want to be your woman. And, well, and tell I me how a, being a scumbag and a heel works for you. Honestly, I am a heel in the office, so I already know about that. So, because <laughs> I, I don't sit there and smile. Because I don't sit there and smile on my co-workers' faces when they be acting phony and stuff. I just tell them like it is and they get mad about it. It's not the so. definition, it's not the definition of a heel necessarily to, to smile. Not to smile, and it, I don't know. Hey, you have a you have an interesting outlook on 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 life, uh, Willis, that I don't necessarily uh, uh, co-sign with. So, yes, we just leave it. Yeah, I, I guess because I've been through too much shit in my life nobody, with certain nobody situations. Cares. Nobody cares. Yeah, nobody like cares that you've been through. Like, oh, you've been through stuff. I've been through stuff. I got beatings. I got whatever as a kid or as a you know, I was homeless, or people, everybody going through stuff. Just be, so that don't give you a, a carte blanche to be a scumbag and t- treat people terribly and to cheat to get ahead. That's not 20, 30 years. That's just nonsense. Again, I want you to try that in your real life, in, in, in the real world, and see how that see how it works. So, well, wrestling right, isn't the real world. <laughs> wrestling isn't uh, the real world, well, so it doesn't matter. I can't tell. I, I can't. I, I wouldn't. And we're going to end things there. I, I can't tell when 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 we're having a conversation. Sometimes, seriously, I cheated to get ahead four real, times today. Real work twice. I believe you. So. Uh, Brad <laughs> chimes in on the IM and says, "I'm not understanding his argument." So I'm not. I don't really get it either. I mean, he hates Roman Reigns. Everybody gets that, but. That doesn't. I mean, I don't. Yeah, I, don't I don't agree with every point. I absolutely get the argument. Um, and, and the reason that I get the argument is because, like, the people that we have, gosh, they just hit them with the move that uh, Ooh, Derek Hale threw, right? Um, he stole the shit out of it. Yeah, but um, 
No, I think the reason I get it is because, like, the characters that we have occupying these top spaces are, like, like in fairness to the SmackDown 6, like, this is probably guys who were considered main eventer right there on the cusp. As far as actual technical skill, like, we're probably at an apex. Um, and I mean being an Owens, a Rollins, a Balor, uh, below that, yeah. at least recently, a Zane, a Cesaro. So, like, these guys are different in that, you know, Triple H, for as bad as I get on him, was a very good wrestler. But, you know, when Austin made it big, this is when Austin has no neck and half a knee. Um, Rock, for <laughs> as great as he was, was, um, you know, safe, super athletic, but safe. So he wasn't out there doing crazy stuff. And he didn't need to. So let me go ahead and put that out there. But you got Kevin Owens with the top rope avalanche brain buster, Sami Zayn with the haluva kicks, and Seth Rollins with everything he can do, and then Balor with everything he can do. So I understand the argument to want to adjust how you look at things because these are guys it's hard to just flat out boo. Um, like you look at Rollins in full uh, CrossFit Jesus attire at SummerSlam last year, him and Cena, like you wanted Rollins to do well. Um, you know, because of how he was presented at that point and the things he can do. So I don't necessarily agree entirely with the argument that you have to push that stuff out the door, but it is very hard um, for a guy to get a pure reaction one way or another. Again, I think Owens is one of the few that has the talent to bring that out of people, like out of the audience. But, but yeah, I, I don't necessarily agree, but I understand where the arguments birth from. So, yeah, that's why I co-host this show. Uh, Darrell has really enjoyed this sec, this revival, this uh, revival segment that just ended. Wow, that was just an awesome sell job of that. Of that. Maybe he didn't have to sell yeah. it. He, he really didn't put his knees through his chest. Maybe his stomach's really gone. Right, right. And not an ab muscle, mm. ab wall connected to his, you know, whatever. <laughs> Left. Yeah. Steve that Cut- Cutler. What the hell is Steve Cutler? Steve Cutler. The God, look at Lash LaRue XL. Is that who Steve Cutler is supposed to be? Uh, that's what I'm thinking. When Zy Burns gave it away in that Joe Budden vest. <laughs> uh, Jobber says, hardly nobody wants to be a true heel anymore. Once the NWA created cool heels, most of today's heels want to be want the crowd to like them. And then Damon says, there's no money in being hated. Uh, you kidding me? Tell that to Roddy Piper. Yeah, I mean, there's... Oh, I forgot. There, That's 20, no, 30, 40 years ago. No, no. Okay. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I I had, um, you know, my, uh, you know, I had my Kevin Owens shirt at WrestleMania. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm a big fan, but I'm not going to... I mean, yeah, I got a Samoa gonna... Joe shirt. He's, you know, yeah. he's a heel. Like but that's mainly because it's a show play, that, I, like, that I felt okay wearing in the street. One of the reasons, and we haven't really talked about it, but one of the reasons Miz has a job is because his face is so punchable. Like, there's there's definitely money in being a heel. Um, but, you know, in, in this in this space, um, you know, heels are kind of, heels are viewed as cool, heels are viewed as tough, heels are counterculture to the point where like that's the guy you want to win because the baby face is corny but 
doesn't mean there's not money in it. The company still definitely finds value yeah, in being that. Um, yeah. But yeah, like kind I, I silly, uh, think Kevin Owens wants to be a heel. I also think he's of a certain age where social media still exists, and he's very good. You know what? That's, space, his, but that's I mean, on him then. That's on him. He can stay off that shit. But I'm not, I'm not. But I'm not suggesting that he should. I don't think it makes him less of a heel because I still think he brings that out. Like AJ Styles is a very good heel right now, and I'm sure he's making money. Like heels still sell T-shirts. Like right. you know they because like like they said the mid's still selling Confederate flags are still selling. <laughs> That's not going to stop. <laughs> Plenty of money. Into <laughs> not just going away. All right. Ah, Brad went over and liked the uh, fan page, so. There we go. Probably shout him out next week again. I'm going to see it official. All right, let's, uh, got about 40 minutes left in, you know, before overtime starts. I'm trying to think. I don't think I'm going to do a VIP this week. I don't know if I care to. Uh, so we got Rich down there, so he hears, he hears me. Uh, yeah, I smell something cooking. Mary's cooking, or Jason's cooking something. So, uh, hey, looks like a new number five one six. Let's uh, talk to five one six. Who is he? They are five one six. Who's this? Where are you from? Hey, what's up, man? Jesse from Long Island. Uh, this is not my Hulkamania buddy, right? You guys have different hosts with the with the same name, the PW Torch, right? Uh, well, there's the PW Torch Livecast. That's you know Monday through Saturday, really. Uh, some Sunday shows, and this is the PW Torch East Coast Cast. What WrestleMania? Because we've been to the, like three of the last four. No, 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 no. My Hulkamania buddy, I said. Uh, <laughs> I, I I called in and talked to. Him. I think his last name is Ferrera. Oh, Ferrera. Mike Mike Ferrera. Oh, no, no, no. I don't even know who that is. Oh, no? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I thought it was the same thing, PW Torch Wrestling, no? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. Well, I mean, I don't, it wasn't me. I don't like think it was Drake. It's the same. Depending on when you call in and what day you call, it's going to be a different group. Oh. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, no, because I, I, I called in before and stuff, said, um, him, and we always bring up Hulk Hogan, the greatest of all time, and we have that debate. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, so, okay, so your stance is... on how you feel, that'll be a one-sided debate on this show. Yeah, so you're... Oh. So well, you're yeah, the, because he's, so not you... a, he's not a wrestler's wrestler. Everybody, if you're a hardcore wrestling fan, it's kind of like, Uncool to say that you like Hogan. Like that's the unpopular yeah. answer. It's like <laughs> if, it, if you're a basketball fan, you can't say Michael Jordan. <laughs> you can't. But you know. Well, I'll tell you what. Well, how uh, old are you? Enough, I you assume you're what mid thirty. Um, yeah, yeah. How'd you know? That's pretty good. Well, because, <laughs> because I'm thirty six right. and I was six years old. I loved Hulk Hogan too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, you know, I don't know Bruce's Josh's age, you know, he's he's 52 or 53. You know, he hated Hulk Hogan because he was a grown man when Hulk Hogan came out and he saw through the garbage and lies and bullshit. Uh, you know, it's just a generational thing. And if you came, if you're 26 
and saw and knew Hogan only in the 90s in NWO and Hollywood and and then nostalgia Hogan, you probably have an even different kind of feeling about yeah. it. So, I mean, Hulk Hogan's one of those guys like like a Muhammad Ali. My my dad, who's set, who's 60, uh, 66, loved Muhammad Ali because he was a teenager when Muhammad Ali broke and he was a black nationalist and it was all and, he, and it was exactly what he you know, how he felt politically and all that stuff. Ali hit him. Well, his parents, who were, you know, in their 30s and 40s at the time, hated Ali because he went against the status quo and he was a braggart and he talked about how great he was. And so, I mean, that's, that's, that's how things are. So, you know, talk about not being a huge Hulk Hogan fan, not liking Hulk Hogan. Uh, Josh and I, like, had the conversation uh you know, yesterday, I think, basically, like, as long as you like Hulk Hogan or not, like, personally, taste aside, if you're making a list of the top five wrestlers ever, he better and you're be a on. guy who, yeah, if you're making that list and you're a guy like me who doesn't have a lot of exposure to, like, Japan or Mexico, it's Flair, Hogan, or Flair, Hogan, Austin, Rock, Cena. Like, it's regardless of what you like or not, when you're talking about making right. money and popularity, like that's the reason, like wrestling being a business, that that's who you're going with. So yeah, like fresh, right, right. fake, uh, unauthentic, adulterous, racist that he is, Hulk Hogan's still either the best wrestler or the second best wrestler ever. It's just it's true. Right, even if you don't mean in the technical sense of wrestling, which you know yeah. is. I mean, I mean, sure. If you oh, want to you, use that criteria? You, you, then, you, you, then no. You do give him that. You you do give him that credit, though. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. You'd be you'd be you'd you'd be a, you're fronting for somebody if you try to say he's not. I mean, that's it, you're just lying or being willfully ignorant. You just either hate the guy so much, whatever. Even a Bruce Mitchell, who again was 20 or so when Hulk Hogan broke. Uh, uh, and became, you know, the cartoon Hulkamaniac, all that stuff, and saw through it. He still would own up and go, yeah, he's a number one or two, but definitely top three, you know, wrestlers of all time, of the modern, you know, the last 50, you know, 60 years. Like, not even close. It's so funny because so. the hardcore wrestling fans don't even want to give him that credit. They always say, Ric Flair. I think Ric Flair is the more popular answer between like being a wrestler's wrestler, because he was a you better know, worker like, and a better overall act, and a and a, and an act geared for adults, not six year olds like we were when Hogan came out. I mean, it's something. There's something about not being a kiddie act that just gets you more respect. Period. I mean, adults are you know getting adults to like you and spend money on you is a lot better than getting a bunch of dumbass six year olds to like you and to beg their parents to spend money on you. It's different. You don't have to try as hard. All you got to do is have bright colors, a couple stupid catchphrases, you know, some muscles. I mean, kids are dumb. I mean, you know, in, in that way. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, again, it's generational. But, yeah, Hogan's right. got to be on that, that list. I'm going to leave you guys with this question. Yeah. Jake the Snake Robert. Name, not a question. I'm going to put a I'm waiting for that. I'm waiting for that. I'm, to drop. I'm sorry? That no, was no, just no. a yeah, name, yeah, not a question. question. Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, overall feeling about him. 
Okay. Oh, so okay. let me jump in uh, really quick. Yeah. It's funny because yeah, it's almost like you read our it's like you read our group chat because these are the, the two conversations we had uh, like in the last two days were about Hogan and Jake the Snake. It's kind of what it was. I thought so, the one was Million Dollar Man, and I just was like, are they still well, no, talking was, about that? But Jake the Snake came up. But here's the thing: okay. like, Scott Hall is my is my favorite wrestler. Like he just he's my right. favorite. Um, the look, the way he talks, like the. Uh, the physique, the strengths, uh, just the charisma, like, that's my guy. But, like, the conversation was, um, and it's funny, it was about Kevin Owens because uh, me and my buddy got into it about Kevin Owens being uh, more fitting of a world champion than some people. And two of the names that came up were Scott Hall and Jake Snake. And I said, look, like, Scott Hall is my favorite guy ever. I think he would have been a great world champion. And the primary reason was, he wasn't reliable. Like, he was an alcoholic and a drug addict. Like, those are problems. And in the context of um, 1995 to, to 99, you know, say 90, I'm sorry, 92 to 99 when his main event years, you know, you know, could have, you make an argument uh, strongly for him possibly being a world champion. Um, uh-huh. There were so many different and better options and the structure yeah, and everything, exactly. TV, all that was just so different. Um, it was not – he was not a, a main event – or he was. He was not a world champion caliber act. Yeah. And my thing about Jake the Snake is very similar in that, you know, he was very talented, um, um, cerebral, um, didn't necessarily mm-hmm. have the physique, but you believe he could beat people up. That DDT was oh, yeah. an end-all, be-all. Um, you know, Psychologically, just, real, he, yeah. Yeah, he was scary um, in the fact, like, yeah, who's not scared of giant-ass snakes? Um, and, yeah, it was just a, a great character in a world full of characters because you believe that's who that guy was. Um, but, I mean, the same thing. The reason that Jake the Snake isn't a household name is because Jake the Snake had issues that existed outside of the ring that followed him around. Um, but what I think of him, I, I think he's I think he's fantastic. I think he's like if the conversation changes from greatest wrestlers to greatest talents in wrestling, like he better be on your top ten list because he's an amazing talent. Like again, he's a guy who probably never should have been world champion for a multitude of reasons. It doesn't mean that he doesn't belong in there with your best and brightest making them better because he was great. So, yeah. Right. Especially back then when that was exactly the formula. Like, here's, here are these guys that are going to be here at this IC level, tag level. Uh, uh, they're the workers. And here are the guys that sell and are, are, are on top and, and, and in your main event. And it was just mm-hmm. definitely much more regimented and a lot – in a way, a lot more room, but a lot less room for for upward advancement. I mean, it's really it's really mm-hmm. weird in, in that sense. Uh, but you just definitely had other places to go. So it was like, all right, if I can't be a champion here, I could certainly, you know, if Ted DiBiase for whatever. And he's not an idiot. He was like, I'm getting paid. I'm making a ton of money. I'm all over TV. I'm selling, you know, wrestling buddies even as a heel, making merch money. Um, I had, he was not going to go to he's not going to go to NWA or Crockett or WCW just so he can be a world champion. It's not they yeah. were not that they were not that in uh, uh, self they weren't marks for the business. Like I don't give a goddamn about a title. Are you paying me? Yeah. For my services? That's all I care about. 
It's not like now where it's yep. all this you deserve it, you deserve it garbage. You know, like he deserves it if people want to pay to see him. That's why he deserves it. Not because he works hard and has good matches and ooh, his arm drag is tight. You know, fuck that. And he deserves it because because uh, because people pay to see him. Or he doesn't deserve it because people don't pay to see him. And a lot of that is context and how they're booked and managed. I, I, and it is nuanced. And I don't mean to be exactly like very drawn broad brushstrokes, but but still. Uh, Long Island, oh, damn, Long Island dropped off. I was going to ask, well, do you remember his name? I didn't catch it. No. Oh. All right. Let's, um, uh, yeah, yeah. Hogan and Jake the Snake, I mean, wasn't gonna expecting, find out that uh, was Josh cranking us the whole time. I'm going to be so disappointed. Exactly <laughs> no, 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 no. See, see, if it was Josh, you'd be like, hi, this is Steve from Long Island. That's his go-to, or maybe not necessarily okay. Long Island, but it's a hey, this is Steve from, uh, <laughs> and he does that stupid ass voice. <laughs> um, let's uh, okay, we talked to Brad. There's Rich, and there's eight four five. So let's get Rich in on the conversation, and we're going to we can answer this straight from the stash uh, email because again, I don't think I'm going to do a VIP so. Let's bring Rich on to uh program here. Uh, Rich, what's happening? What not much, not much. On the day I celebrate Rolling Stone, I get fired. First time at three coasts. That's <laughs> how it is. Man. Ah, I even got the weird yellow flower on the head and then the street. He's like, by the way, Rich, I just want to let you know, bro, uh, your services are no longer needed. Just leave your yeah, You're no longer needed. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ah, turn in I got, uh, I'm going to leave oh, you guys with one question, though, before I walk out this door. Uh-huh. Jim Brunzel. <laughs> Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> so rough. Shut up, Rich. Damn, I was just bragging about how we don't have any callers except maybe Shahid that calls in and talk shit directly to and about other callers. And then here comes the nicest guy, the, like, nicest wrestling fan, the most go-along-get-along. And I don't even mean that in the, you know, you can run over him kind of way. But just, I mean, how can you not get along with rich fans? You're a real kind of jerk and scumbag if if, if you can't be pals with that guy. And then here you are just just trashing our callers. Just (sighs) listen. You ought to be ashamed. I got, like, four hours of sleep. And I got fired over there. I like Steve Austin. I got a FedEx letter saying I got fired. Uh, I'm like, zero, right now. You don't give me point the zero zero four percent. Drop to four point zero two two point zero right. zero two five percent. I don't know. I'm, 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 I'm at the uh, melanin content necessary for Rodney Harrison to consider you African American. Ah, oh, damn. Don't do it. <sighs> Rich, don't. Yeah, don't do it. I owe it. Listen, uh, I was I had that rant ready for tonight on that silliness. Because that's the same stuff we get when they say the WWE's never had a black world champ. Oh, yeah. What you mean? They, He's Samoa. Yeah. Even though his dad's name is Soul Man Rocky Johnson with a big dumb afro. He's, yeah. Yeah, and his name is Dwayne Johnson. Like, either the most, either the blackest or the Frenchest name you can have. Like, you have to be, like, a black Frenchman. But adopted uh, Leroy, by... Leroy, no, was Leroy black. Jenkins taken... Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, yeah, I go. I heard the argument. I sent you guys a tweet with the because in addition to wrestling nerdom, I usually keep track of almost all the other nerdums too. WWE's issue is a lot of people like Willis and a lot of fans who are disagreeing with Wade and some of the guys with regard to alignment. You 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 can talk about the WWE doesn't have heels and heels don't draw money, but we just saw Conor McGregor bring bank being a grade-A jerk yep. for UFC. No, that's, he, but he's, what, that's not, that's, he's only a grade-A jerk 20 or 30 years ago. See, today, people, you know, don't react to his jerk. They go, oh, that's, you, can't even make a, you can't even make a stupid fake argument about, about that because it's just so obviously a wrong argument. Right. Or, you know, look at um, – I've listened to Steve Austin with the guys from the revival. They actively want the reaction that Travis gives them because mm-hmm. that's their job. They even talked about during takeover, they were going to do a flip or something. And they looked at each other like, you know what, man, we could do this, but what does the shirt say? Why? Yes. Yeah. The sooner people buy into that, because I saw an article earlier today that said the biggest issue is that all these indie guys are getting signed and that people appreciate the fact that they're getting signed. No, that's not it, because Jericho was that dude, but you still boo him now because you're like, you're an old head. Let the young guys wrestle. And he buys into that on, tr- on Twitter. I buried this guy. I buried that guy. This and I'll morning. bury all your favorite wrestlers. Or when he did the <laughs> congratulations, Kevin, I'm so proud we're the champ. was so good. Was so good. <laughs> That's awesome. Yo, this chart you posted is awesome, too. The, uh, the, the yeah, alignment I made it. See, I made chart. it while I was messing around with listening to the gentleman talking. And that's basically what WWE. You have your, your true good guy is Sami Zayn. Your true bad guy is Bray Wyatt. Bray and Wyatt. everything else is in between. Yeah. Now, who is she wrestling now? Aaliyah. Aaliyah. I don't AKA care. racist McTweetface. McTweetface, yeah. Oh, that's her. Hard. She is. Hmm. That's a shame. See, that she's what you call a problematic bay. Yo, get this bitch out of here. Get this bitch out of here. See, that's a crime. And I don't even, I ain't even, look, whatever. Seriously, like. Might have to see what's up with her. She is so corny. Oh, she's so and I don't even care that she's, she, I don't even care that she's racist in the tweet face. I think she's just corny. Well, like, I feel bad for her because, like, when they did that breaking ground, the first couple of things she tried was more like Jasmine from Aladdin stuff because yeah, when you're she was not hard. white, the first thing you have to do is whatever your ethnic uh, cartoon version yeah. does. Well, but live, let's, let's be fair. Let's be fair. Let's be fair mm-hmm. when you're not white Anglo-American. Yes, they right. are. Yeah. Because you know, I put up a picture of Becky Lynch when white. she debuted. Right. Becky Lynch is white. They did both of them, you she know, they both got she was right out of a trick spot. They viewed damn Lucky Charms, yeah, Lucky Charms crap. Lucky Charms, that's yeah. right. I don't even know serial crap. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> is Jericho picture neutral evil? Law- you have Cena as lawful neutral. That's a, that's a I mean, that's I, a I think nice. you're neutral, yeah, like you're your neutral line is really good. Lawful neutral Cena, true neutral Orton, chaotic neutral Lesnar. 
I think that's the best line of of the three. Yeah. As far as like showing like being like really good, uh, the good, good too. Lawful good, Sammy. Neutral good, uh, Brian. Chaotic good, um, uh, Ambrose. That's real good too. I mean, they're all good. You did a real good job of picking nine guys that that fit perfectly. I think I want to find a more. A better guy than the uh, uh, more evil guy than Bray Wyatt. No, I don't think so. I'll tell you who's all the way bad though. Uh, Ed Baron Corbin, who I really like. Oh, you know I love Big Banter Corbin. Yeah, he's yeah match. I think he's people not liking him is weird to me. Like I feel like he stands out. I feel like his look is different. Um. Like, I feel like when he does get a mic in front of him, he's pretty good. I feel like, like you know, right. he's, yeah, he's going to get better. Like, his power moves are powerful. Right. Like, I think he's really good. And I like the fact, because when I got to see him in Pittsburgh, I got to hear it because I had heard on Twitter as he got into, like, right around breaking ground, he had finally, oh, my God, this submission hold. Okay. That's, okay. that's pretty good. That's pretty good. She almost, I think that's oh. almost like the uh, Japanese necktie in UFC. And she's kicking oh my on the back. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, this, that's Come that, on. Come that's on. Live, right there. Live, I don't think Liv's got a tap. Liv's got a tap on that. Uh-uh, uh-uh. She's getting out of it. Oh, Jesus. She got it. Liv, oh, oh, come on, girl. Oh, ooh. Take somebody for them. Uh, yeah, she took the kicks. The symbols that prominently on the show. Oh. Come on. But come this on, is what they got to do, rebuild the women's roster with good women. I mean, for all the crap I give her about the tweets, she's technically sound. Yeah, she, she's pretty good. And she's wearing what I, they're both wearing what I call the full sale wrestler kit, where you can wear all the, the stuff with your skin out till you get on the road, and then you got to go to the the, the sheen and the, the, the stuff covered up. Yeah, got to clean that up. I think they look, okay, they look I think they both, they look fine. Oh no no! I'm and I don't, they look like, fine, I mean, but when I don't road, think they look. Like, I don't. I don't think they look overly legs. like. I understand, but I don't think they look overly like. Uh, show show skin is showing. I mean, she's got her midriff showing, like. Uh, but I guess that's the spot that gets you know where you can start seeing it the first you know that middle. Yeah, nice right. Come on, penner penner. Okay, Wait. you only live once. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, see, I'm yeah, glad they had to separate about. those two from the main roster. Because if they had her and Alexa Bliss on NXT right now, that that would be. But they got her and Mandy sharing. Rose. I mean, Mandy Rose is a cheat code. She is a nuclear weapon. Uh oh, no way, Jose. Who is Jose talking about? <laughs> I don't even know. I got it on mute. Terrible. Probably. Yo, did you Uh-oh. see the crowd though did earlier? They were into oh, yeah. him. Everybody was there. Uh oh. Maybe it's because they've been going out to get glorious. Glorious. Oh shit! Yeah, a, a, look, look, look. There's a meme. Nice hands. Two AJ. Yo, y'all listening? Yeah. What's up? So there's a meme with AJ from either early TNA, maybe circa that squash match he had on Velocity, and side by side with him now. It says AJ Styles went from looking like a troubled youth to looking like the mother of a troubled youth. <laughs> well, where, where's the lie? There's no lie. I mean, 
Jason Powell may be a student observation because I've been trying to figure out what he looked like. And he's like, he looks like every jerk villain in 80s teen comedies. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I was like, AJ yeah. no, Styles. I mean, I, I. Yeah. I think there's a. No, AJ is taking a, people's buns together right now. That boy Larry Lester <laughs> got shot. Nakamura. And he, he got his jaw dislocated, then he had to take that move twice again. He's real. Cold and then they said, I know you had it on mute. They said that he won't be cleared for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Joe said he's coming back to the main roster. So no timetable, just a very long time? Yeah, just a very long time. Damn. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure they're setting that up as like a, you know, whatever. Suplex oh, city? Oh, I hope so. Yeah, no, and the reason game, I pick with the alignment or whatever, I picked Cena for lawful neutral because they uh, a caller had called earlier. I think it was uh, uh, Darrell, and he mentioned that mm-hmm. true faces would accept whatever you get as help, and then you're fine. But Cena, when he went up against Punk, and he didn't, then Vince didn't want to lose the title to a guy losing the company tried to come out and interfere, and that's directly what led to Cena losing the title, but then he stopped him and walked into a, uh, a little bit of, uh, go to sleep. Go to sleep? Yeah. You want to, uh, you want to tackle this, uh, straight from the stash? Since we're not doing the, let's, yeah, let's do it. We got the three-man uh, well, melanin first, trip. First? Yeah, first, <laughs> first, boor, uh, Boris, Email, fuck Hogan, bitch ass. Wow. This is, this is how I email now. Okay. That shouldn't be so funny. Oh, oh, real quick, we do have to read uh, crap. All right, well, we got time. Um, from Derek Williams, he says, guys, hope that you're both having a good Wednesday. Got three items for you. This is, again, from Derek Williams. Uh, Trav, I know your overall opinion on Big Cass, but how do you feel – he did. How do you guys feel he did on Monday night with his first chance really in a such high-profile match? I'll admit that his encounter with Reigns had me thinking of Toy Story 4, McMahon edition, Vince making his old toy face off with his new toy. Uh, I thought in the match he was fine. I thought in that opening sit-down thing he was a goofball and had the exact wrong response to Kevin Owens. Uh, not wrong. Like, he just was he still seems like he's not completely comfortable, and probably because he's not. It was his first uh, big time. Uh, I think it got to him a little bit. I think the lights shined a little bright, and uh, he squinted. He squinted, if, if that analogy works. Yeah. One of the other things yeah. I noticed with him is, I know Meltzer had mentioned a lot of times, or not Meltzer, it was more Alvarez, God help us, um, and he mentioned that one of the biggest things people have issues with is Enzo's firing up because he's always the guy that takes the heat and Taz mm-hmm. has the opposite problem. He never has to sell. So they're both in yeah. complete right now and that's going to, to his benefit, allow him to get the Roman Reigns route at least in developing because hopefully they'll start getting some tag matches where Enzo can kind of p- prove he can pull his own weight while Kaz learns the fine art of as a big man showing weakness. 
Okay, I kind of want to hear this uh, Nakamura thing real quick. Turn, turn your captions on. No, I couldn't figure out how to. Uh, it's a stupid ass Xbox, and it wouldn't work on this remote. Uh, yeah. Hey, you do what you got to do. I find it interesting that this is going to be two Japanese wrestlers who got to have a promo on the same show. Well, yeah, because they had a Hideo Itami promo earlier. Oh, you deserve it. You know what? I'm muting it. <laughs> Number two, I first caught wind of this a couple of weeks ago when Weez, I don't know who that is, called in to report his New Jersey trip. Huh? What was what was the deal with Sasha and her negative negative fan? That wasn't Shahid. That, that was about. Willis. Was it? That was Willis. Yeah, 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 maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, was was Sasha and her negative and fan encounter. Yeah, right. You know, he had his toilet cam probably going and, you know, stalking. No, that's a nah. horrible thing to say about yeah. somebody. <laughs> right? <laughs> Hey, hang out on gas stations waiting for wrestlers to show up. You're going to catch these, you know, gross jokes. Um, uh, with Sasha and her negative fan encounters, and what do you guys think about all that? Oh, well, I mean, I'm pretty sure we – did we did we not talk yeah, about it at the time? Uh, like, I'm, my thing is, like, yeah. uh, I, don't, I don't know. A lot of it – okay, so I'm, I, Willis is, like, from the D.C. area, right? So, you know, I've lived – you know, and I tell the story all the time. Like, I've lived in Austin uh, for 13 years, so technically it's the place I've lived the longest. But you know, you mm-hmm. you go to a big school, you're around quote unquote famous people, and then like South by Southwest, like festivals every year, stuff like that, ACL. So Austin is one of those places where kind of famous people just kind of walk around, and so you don't really trip over. Them. And, like, I remember seeing uh, like watching Entourage, like how living in L.A., like people would see the guys and they like kind of smile and nod or kind of wave at him from a distance. So, like, my thing has always been, like, with celebrities, like, you know, you say what's up, how you doing, I'm a big fan, and you kind of keep it moving unless you're in an environment where y'all are actually maybe kind of spending time together or if it's in a, you know, like a sanctioned event. Like, I remember, like, those stories CM Punk would tell about, yo, don't hit me up at 4 o'clock in the morning at the airport and I turn around and I see you selling my stuff on eBay like that wears on you. So, like I, you know, it's like people. Like people get sick of people. I guess I think it's important to separate the person from the act that you see. And like somebody don't want to fuck with you, leave them alone. Like they don't owe it to you. Leave them alone. They have they yeah. They don't owe you a damn thing. No, they owe you. I remember what they I owe you. You already saw on the television. I met Kurt Angle on the airplane, and I left him alone. Cause that's all yeah. the dude was Yeah, probably after harassing him for a half hour. Right. right. <laughs> no, I left him alone. Yeah, no. No, I don't know. You said, like, I'm a fan. 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 i am a yeah. He was there with his wife and his son. I said, you know, love your work, obviously. And he's like, thanks. And then I grabbed my French toast and kept it going. And kept it moving. Yeah, French I... toast? Yeah, French toast at your hotel in Dallas? We had, uh, like, 
It was French. Um, it was French. Bagel, bagel bites. I, I fixed it up for them. Yeah, we had what's the ones that the, the granola bars are coming? Nature Valley bars and like fruit, you know, like apples and oranges, maybe bananas, uh, coffee, <laughs> maybe some kind of muffin. Yeah, continental all the way. Young muffin. <laughs> was it? Was nothing with hot when you open it up? Hot came out. Where the Al Bundy? Uh, wow. All right, let's uh, read the third question here. I know you guys often talk comics. And this is still Derek Williams. And while I'm not a big comic fan, I was a big Power Rangers fan back in the day. Uh, and wonder Are if you've you heard or checked out, or heard of or checked out any of the no, you shouldn't. Uh, any of the new Power Rangers comics, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers number five. Oh, he included a link to number five. So yeah, uh, we were getting like really good reviews, um, the Power Rangers comics, and it just fits so much. Like it's a medium where because you know it's uh. A lot of it comes from uh, Super Sentai footage. Like, they always have to keep going with new shows because new shows are happening overseas. Um, so it's hard to really focus on the narrative, but people love those first two, three seasons of Power Rangers because at first, like, that's the first continuity they got a part of and the characters weren't there. So, yeah, um, every review, like, I haven't read one specifically. Every review I've seen of these Power Rangers comics is, is very positive. And, uh, yeah, like, me, I was uh, I was Black Ranger last Halloween. I was almost Green Ranger. Like I, yeah. of that age, so I was like five or six when this came out. Um, you know, people with bad taste, like Travis and Josh, um, who just love to argue. I mean, I was thirteen though, so it was, it was like. <sighs> people like Travis That's and Josh who just don't like things um, because they were cool at that age. Um, you know, don't really. I was thirteen. I was about to lose my virginity. I couldn't be watching no Power Rangers, man. Well, you said thirteen, not nineteen. Now listen. <laughs> it was um, but it's like it's like everything else. It's um, but I mean the the cool yeah, thing about yeah. Power Rangers was it just these about were um, these are high school kids. And then if you look at all this point where the people who are like filmmakers and writers now have done like these fan films. Shout out to James Vanderbeek. Of uh of Power Rangers to where like it's about you were sending kids to war so it's all like serious stuff and then you know if anybody watches Superpower Beatdown like they have Tommy in one as the White Ranger and one as the Green Ranger like fighting these like fictional characters like Scorpion from Mortal Kombat so no it's an it's an enduring thing I think it's cool that it's you know transferred over to comics because it's the most unofficial superhero superhero show because that's what they were you know you put this uh. Get this alien tech gives you powers to fight bad guys. Um, so yeah, like I want to check out those comics I haven't yet, but everything I've heard about them has been good. The best thing about, and I'm looking at it now, it's on C. He sent the link to CBR.com, which looks like it's just the top, the whole thing, <laughs> issue five, yeah, the whole. So CBR five. Yeah, how, yeah. how to do that? Um, the best thing about the Power Rangers was the damn flute to call the. To call the dragon thing. Oh yeah, that was tremendous. That was awesome. Yeah. I always thought it was funny how overpowered Tommy was as an evil Green Ranger. He had like fireballs and all this lightning, and then he becomes a hero. And it's like, nah, I, I lost. It. They explain that rich because the green tar- the green candle was finite when it wasn't under his power. So yeah. But no, that's, that's actually, if you think about it, like, if I nerd it up. Yeah, Rick. Like, the trope of, like, 
I'm going to take that long. I, I, like I, I, every, I stand uh, down. Yeah, that's like the trouble of every RPG, though. When you beat that boss and he joins your party, all of a sudden he's at level 16. When when you fought the motherfucker, he was at level 63. So, yeah, that's <laughs> how that happens. Yeah. But, um, yeah, good, good times. I could talk some Power Rangers. Now I want to go put together, like, an Ultra Megazord. Where are my Legos? Let's, uh, with, uh, with a minute left in the uh, live, live portion, let's uh, get to Josh. You're straight from the stash, week 28. Non-VIP edition this week. Uh, he says, hey, guys, hope all, is, hope all is well. Football is here, and it's so great. Monday night is the draft. It will be awesome, Travis. I think that's just his way of reminding me. Like, so next week after I miss it, and he goes, look, I put it in the email last week, remember? Yep. So hopefully I remember. It's before or during Raw, I forget. Mm-hmm. Um, Raw, I can't believe Kevin Owens is champ. It just It just shows you. The times we're in. Guys like Hall, Million Dollar Man, and Piper never won the title. If they're going to have Owens win, should have been in a one-on-one match and built up. Well, well, they kind of were in a bit of a. Okay, uh, to me, Owens will never have a main, a mainstream moment. He just, he just what he is. I guess he is just what he is. Is probably what he's trying to say. I could be wrong. You could be, uh, but. I think they're missing the boat with Rollins. He really could be Flair from the 80s. I think they should put a tag team. Uh, I, I think they should put a tag team and someone else with him to have his own horseman. Oh. Well, that would almost kind of be going backwards in a way because even though they were positioned as equals, or at least for the most part, they were all seen as, as equals. Um, I mean, you know, Shield was already a you know, he had his faction. But he's not wrong in that they could have been, you know, he could be Ric Flair from the 80s. And, but they missed their chance. And when you miss your opportunity, it's almost sometimes it's not worth trying to reheat stuff or, or recapture what they should have did back in May. And we're presented with a whole new set of, set of issues and set, set of everything. And just like uh, – I said earlier, because he brought it up, Hall, Million Dollar Man, Piper, never won. Like, they weren't they meant to. They weren't supposed to. They were not they meant were to. They weren't to. supposed to. They had, back then, they had champions two and three and four and six years. I mean, Hogan was a champ from 84 to 90. No, it's like when so I, tell when me, I who was supposed to? Because all those guys he mentioned, except Scott Hall, were there in, the, in Million Dollar Man, Piper, you know, they were all there in that first Hogan run from 84 to 1990. Yeah. And there was no so, reason. Like, again, this is, Scott Hall this is, is not, my favorite. Yeah. There's no reason for Scott Hall to be champion. Like, as None. For what? Like, to say he was champion? Like, he was great That's it. as That's the it. cool guy in the New World Order. Like, he was, like, even Scott though Hall, Nash was cool, Scott Hall's the glue yeah. in the New World Order. Like Scott Hall was the the I hate to turn a phrase, but he was the edge. You know, that's what he was there for. He wasn't there to be. Scott in Hall was the of ultimate anything. pin me, pay like, me. He came. He coined that phrase, man. Pin me, pay me. I don't care if I'm yeah. losing. Yeah. And and again, these guys on, more, on it's something to be said. <laughs> it's something to be said for just not being a mark for the business and not being a mark for your character and for your gimmick. Like I don't need no goddamn title. Pay me my check. 
period. Yeah. You can Let's let the fans and these dorks worried about, worry about who's you, who should have been champion. And, yes, I'm calling Josh a dork for thinking like that. I mean, we all are in, in a certain extent, but that's – this is just, and it's more dork for 2016 style, and and trying to put that in the same context of 1980s, 1990s uh, wrestling. You can't. You're no, foolish to even try. The, the chief argument was this. The chief argument was like a guy like Kevin Owens will never have a moment like Scott Hall had in '96 when he came out on Nitro. And of course, my counterpoint right. was nobody will ever have that ever. Nobody yeah. had it before. Yeah. Nobody you can't had just it say again. Kevin like, Owens will. That's won't. a one of one. Yeah, that's, no kidding. It's like that. And you know, the counter was Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30. It's not the same thing. Like it's in CM Punk in Chicago. It's not the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. I, and you know, CM Punk winning in Chicago probably definitely influenced a few decisions down the road. Um, but mm-hmm. Scott Hall coming out in '96 literally changed the business. Like it was. Right. That's the turning point. Right. Change contract like structure. Not you just. You can't have that. Not moment. just that. Not fairness, not just that, but that Scott whole Hall, situation surrounding those jumps changed how people got paid. Right. And don't forget it changed the structure fact, of the WWE because when those guys did it, Paul changed the whole idea. Oh my God, the WWE guys invading WCW. But then Rick Rude called out the fact that they take things because he was on Raw with. Proto DS and coming out live on night. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. And so yeah, it's like you can't like you can't equate errors like that. Like Seth Rollins can't be Ric Flair because you don't have one guy touring the the southern part of the country and then going to Japan sometimes. Like you can't. That, okay, that's happening. Damn it! Okay. Now I don't want to. <laughs> the full screen came up like son of a bitch. Yeah, Sorry. No, it's just it's just it's just a different atmosphere, and and like, again, Kevin yeah, Owens totally. can't be that because nobody nobody can be those things because those things don't exist. Like John Cena, uh, top five wrestler, probably the, the you know depending on your list, but John Cena can't be Ric Flair, right? Like, and if John Cena can't be Ric, John Flair, Cena can't be Hulk Hogan. Well, he can be. He can kind of be. This, yeah, this generation similar, is no, also if, if John Cena can't be Ric Flair, don't tell me who can be Scott Hall. Because mm. you're, you're talking about a moment that can't be recreated. It's, it's not fair to the, the – it's not fair to the, the wrestler. It's not fair to the fan base. It's not fair to the environment they live in. Like, you can't do that. Until somebody levitates in mid-ring, the things that we've seen aren't going to happen again. That, that's yeah. kind of the level we're at with things. Somebody has to literally fly to, to do something more – than has been done just because of how the business is structured. There are things in place that exist so that the Scott Hall moment can't happen again. Like, <laughs> the business is built to stop that from ever happening again. So it's unfair to say anybody can have that moment. It just can't be equated. Well, I'll, 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 for Josh's benefit, there's one person who could have that moment. Jesus. Vince McMahon, if he bought TNA and Wade and Dave and none of these guys found out and just came out during an episode of Impact and said, we're done here, and just shut it down. Yes. Yeah, but that's Vince's moment. That's not a talent. But that's exactly why. No talent can do that now. There's no way in God's green earth he's going to have a no-compete cause get lifted to let, you know, uh, Daniel Bryan go to TNA or let him badmouth him in New Japan. 
Yeah. It was all facts. Like, a guy would literally have to hit the lottery and be willing to give up half of it for something like this to happen. Yeah. Like, and we're talking about lawyers. <laughs> so it just it – just, I, I, Kevin Owens is world champion material by virtue of being the top guy everywhere he's been prior to being on the main roster, being believable and convincing people to pay money to see him. Like, that's – it's all you can and, – and being – and on the flip side, getting rave reviews from your torches and your observers and your shows. That's all you can be before you get to WWE. He's the apex of what you can be before entering that arena without having existed in some mainstream arena that's not wrestling. Like there's, there's no better resume for a guy in 2016 than what he did prior to being champion to be world champion. Right. Like, real quick, Kevin Owens, I never watched Kevin Owens until he came and wrestled outside that ice arena in Pittsburgh because I heard him tell a story in the art of wrestling like four years ago, and I was like, nah, this dude's like too dirty for me. He used to get fans so pissed off that when they're about to yell at him, as soon as they would open their mouth to scream at him, he'd spit in their mouth. Ooh. It's not great. And he would do that, like, continually. And he was telling Colt Cabana, oh. I was like, nah, Lord, nah, nah, this dude, that's grimy. Can't, can't do and that. And then that's, not great. that's the dude I see at the Ice Arena wrestling uh, Roderick Strong. And I'm like, okay, this dude could wrestle, but they'll never sign him because he looks like he, you know, as Vince Russo says, won a contest to be a pro wrestler. But, lo and behold, he's the universal champion. Because of everything Cam mentioned. Yeah. And I think sure, that's Josh's real like, issue. Right. That's What's his that? real issue. Like, no matter how talented the guy is, how much, how charismatic, it's like, you're just so, like, trained to look at a guy with a, who's not, like, all cut up and muscular and, and fit in a traditional sense. I mean, he's fit because he can probably, you know, I, I mean, Kevin Owens can beat me in a foot race because Kevin Owens has way more stamina than me. I don't care how fast of a start, how hot of a start I right. did. I, you know, if we race it more than a block, you know, so if we race it more than a quarter of a mile, he's going to beat me because he's not a fat fuck, even though he's a fat right. fuck. No, I'm the real fat fuck, <laughs> you know, right. because no, he's, and, the, and he's the, the, the athlete. Best, so the idea, you know, yeah. It's the same thing with Sam Funk when people call him skinny fat. I think about the uh, – Coco Banner told a story about when he was home for a week and the Chicago Marathon was going on. He didn't sign up, and he ran the Chicago Marathon and finished, like, top ten for his age group. Just went. Just went. Yeah, but he didn't sign up, so I don't believe it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But, no, I mean, wow. I mean, to put a pin in everything, and what the funniest part is, out of – I know my circle. I'm not sure. I don't know all of you guys' friends, but um, Josh is the one of us that looks the most like Kevin Owens as far as beard and build. So just a fun note. Yeah, so it's a it's a, it's a yeah, self hating. I don't thing. think he'd have a problem with us saying that. But I mean, <laughs> he Kevin Owens. Why do you hate yourself, Josh? Why do you not see yourself I'm as a world champion? Commander right now. <laughs> I'm pulling the commander and I'm hitting the eject seat. I'm like, nah. <laughs> no, not even as a All right, let's, uh, just, yeah, what it is. Let's get these last one, two, four questions he's got. Uh, second question, Halt and Catch Fire, this week's show was about buying the other online trading company. Company, Another good week. Anybody uh, 
Say, I feel like that's good. Is, uh... I just don't have the position to watch it. Like, he raves about it, and I don't think – like, there's no bad television shows that Josh watches because right. mm-hmm. like, he started the whole uh, – the show that comes on after uh, after Preacher, the, the David Schwimmer thing, and he's like, oh, this isn't very good. Um, so he's, he's very ready to admit when a show he's watching isn't good. So this must be good. Right. Um, I just – Oh, yeah. I still have to watch Ballers and Vice Christmas from this week. So, yeah. Ooh, that's what I'll do tonight. I'm excited. Number three. Number three, political shows. It's really a crazy time in seeing how this election will play out. Yeah, I mean, Trump's down in Mexico getting uh, getting his ass kicked by uh, the president, uh, the Mexican dude. Yeah. Like, well, he ain't paying for shit. So so you were talking shit? Okay. You were talking shit? You said you were going to make me build a wall? What now? Well, and then we well, the funny thing was when he got back to the states, he was like, he got back to the states and he was like, yeah, yeah, they good, they good. That wall's getting built. And then the president's like, well, oh, I didn't say fraud, that. Pussy. <clears throat> yeah. Well, he was yeah. that dude yeah. yeah. who bragged about sleeping with the most beautiful girl, and she says no. And I was like, nah, you know what happened. Come on now. You wouldn't turn me down. Yikes. I'm the best. Right. Yikes. Um, apparently there's some, you know, your, 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 your good friend and, uh, uh, colleague, Rich Julian Assange said he's got some, you know, some bombshell stuff that the FBI, uh, as far as Hillary goes, uh, is, you know, all Listen, kinds of shit. I will gladly accept all of Julian Assange's emails and quotes and files if he registers and steps out of that embassy and pays his dues for a sexually assault a woman. Well, you can't be a superhero while you hide. Let's talk about it. Wait, let's talk about it. That's your beef? That fucking convoluted story about fucking that woman who wanted to be fucked? Or putting his finger in her blood or whatever he did to her? Easy. Easy. I I mean, Uh, unless we just came up with two different versions of the story. I mean, I don't don't know. It's been like two years since that was like a main, you know, uh, maybe I I forgot to keep saying stuff like that. I think he got man. Like, Assange can talk about all that stuff about Snowden. So you talk about freedom of information and all that. But when you do dirt, right. let's see you own up to it and not become a celebrity off of it. Because he's not doing this for truth, justice, and the way of the world. He's doing it because he's on CNN and gets his little watermark with the world dripping all ink behind him. If Rich don't trust mm-hmm. you, I don't trust I mean, you. I mean, that's kind of the rule. Yeah, I'd, I guess. I'm just saying. I'd rather not be in stuck in an Ecuador consulate or whatever embassy in England. Can't go nowhere or might get shot in the face. Uh, but but yeah, maybe maybe that's he's injured. That oh, Metallic. My lord, the boy talented. Uh, that boy good. <clears throat> number four, Teen Titans Go. They've been playing some new shows over the past week, and they've been. Really good. Probably my favorite comic cartoon ever. Well, well, well damn. Listen, Listen, Josh, this is like the third he's ever watched. So, you know. Right. Like, did he ever watch X-Men from, like, the early 90s? Oh, he was definitely dog X-Men. Like, no, let me tell you how much, how little X-Men Josh watched. I've known Josh, uh, what, four or five years, give or take? Probably longer than that, but yeah. Josh asked me two days ago who Bishop was. Your dog or the character? No, the character. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I literally uh, talk about why my dog's name is Bishop 
and show pictures of Bishop and talk about the character all the time. The damn logo that, that you got Chuck to make. Isn't that ba- – I mean, maybe not Bishop-based, yeah. Bishop but it's like but it is. his squad. It's, but it is. Oh, it is. Okay. <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's, okay, like, okay. he's like, I don't know who that is. And, like, me and my you know, buddy Miles kept, like, an hour explaining it to him, talking about old comics and all kinds of stuff, and he's like, oh. <laughs> I was like, Josh, that's all I talk about. But no, yeah. So Josh, I know who he is. No, he corny, that's going to be your favorite one. Mug, but you know, very. I know you like. Stop. Him. If that's your favorite <laughs> one, um, that you pick a good favorite show. And what's and I'm, we'll probably talk about this on on the show that we do whenever we do it. But the best uh-huh, show uh-huh. or the best character from Teen Titans is going to be the bad guy in a new Batman movie, and I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Yes, sir. Deadpool or dead dead show. Stop. You stop it. You stop it right now. Um, but no, huh? yes. I'm so excited. Deathstroke? No, I wasn't. Deathstroke. Oh, Death, oh, I really, I didn't, my bad. I don't know any of those guys. Yes. Those DC people. Terrible. Yeah, but, um, no. So. Probably yeah, why I don't excited. watch Teen Titans, because it's just, you know, DC stuff. I mean, yeah. Even though you say it's like well, super smart, right funny, you know. If you had no, Travis, I would definitely suggest watching the Teen Titans original cartoon. And Young Justice, yeah, yeah. and then watching Teen Titans go, because what they did was they took a whole world of DC Comics and condensed it for kids and adults. So, like, the Valentine's Day, yeah. I think I put a thing up in the group meet. They had all these little cards, like, from Peter to Mary Jane, from Barry to, you know, like, all these people who were, like, famous loves in comic books. And for a kid, you just see a screen. For an adult, you're like, oh, I see what you did there. Well done. And they even explained how both universes exist of Young Justice and Teen Titans in an episode because uh, one of their en- enemies, Arch Nemesis, has the ability to create and cancel TV shows, and he canceled them. <laughs> and they are actually let's, already been canceled, so it's, it's super smart. Super smart. Let's take a, a, a quick swerve here. Uh, did you see the tweet Cody Rhodes sent today at just a few, no. a couple hours ago. What is that? Uh, I'm going by what I see in the We Watch Wrestling uh, podcast group. Uh, WWE, he's, this is Cody Rhodes tweeted, WWE, cut ties with TMZ. They ran my mother's 911 call. Cut ties with ES, ESPN. They insulted a child. Had balls. Mainstream isn't always worth it. Ooh, uh, what happened? It. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about his mom, but the thing we talked about earlier with him mean, uh, talking about, you know, when they tell you, like, until they tell him it's it's scripted. Like, it was ugly. It was crash. I didn't well, know about his mom. Oh, okay. 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 Yeah, because remember, the one part we didn't talk about was, I talked about with a book, my, my buddy Chris before I called him. People wrote back to the ESPN guy and said, hey, man, Kevin Owens' kid is autistic, and he's proud of his dad. Back off. He's like, okay, who's autistic? The father or the son? Come on. Come on. Okay, so uh, I'm not saying that ESPN is great or anything, but that's a guy. That's one guy with a name who you know who said this thing. I cut ties because they insulted a child. No, he insulted a child and his father. Like, I mean, if they're happy with their relationship with ESPN, then say, hey, ESPN, get rid of that guy. If they think they have the stroke, get rid of that guy. And if they don't, then maybe go, uh, well, if you don't, then we're going to – I don't know. That's a little much. 
but, but I understand. Thing, I, I, I think the TMZ thing probably influenced him saying that. But yeah, TMZ uh-huh. playing my mom's nine one one call. I'm walking. Up, I'm going to TMZ's offices, and we're having a conversation. And I don't want to speak yeah. to that guy. I want to speak to TMZ. Whoever stands up, we're having a conversation. I want to speak to Tom Michael Zankalowicz. Yeah. <laughs> That's who I want to talk to. Where is he? Where is he? You know who yeah. I'm looking for. Yeah. And it's on. All right. Let's uh, last last question from Josh. College football preview shows. My final four: nope. Bama, Clemson, nope. Ohio, Ohio State, and Stanford. Congratulations, Josh. Nope. Not doing it. Who's your final four? That's how the goat me into. Nope. Okay. It's going to oh, be right. uh, well, four, it's gonna be four teams with 10 wins. Probably 11, <laughs> maybe 12. <laughs> Not doing it. <laughs> hey, preseason. Uh, preseason I, no, don't get me started on preseason college football and preseason rankings, which are fucking stupid. And no, Mm-mm. it's going to be four teams in the playoffs. And then it'll be two. Then we'll have a national championship. All right. On that note, uh, thanks, Rich. Thanks, Cam. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, no VIP this week, so uh, shorter show than usual for the VIPers. Uh, we'll get at y'all next week. Same, uh, same uh, East Coast time. Same. Well, whatever. <laughs> I, I, I need to come come up with. Something now, and when I reschedule my show now, since I'm in the Central Time Zone, is do I have to put five thirty, or should I still? I guess I have to look. So, How would you reschedule? Right, I'll figure that your stuff computer. out. Oh, okay, I was gonna say. If you oh, set your you computer, know what? My computer still says. No, no, my computer still says nine twenty. Uh, but we'll see what Blog Talk. It's the Blog Talk system that I'll, I'll, I'll have to concern myself with. So, all right, all the technical stuff aside, I'll figure it out. Uh, until next week, we'll be we'll be here for sure. I'll talk to y'all then.